Hey everybody, it's Justin here. I uh, just want to let you know before you hop into episode 50 here that this episode was actually recorded live on Facebook. Now, we do have a plan for every four episodes or the beginning of every single month. From here on out, we are going to record live on Facebook. If you want to participate and comment as we are recording the episode, uh, we, we had a blast doing it. You can find us at facebook.com slash randomheroxix. That's my personal profile. And any of the past episodes, including this one, the video version, is going to be uh, saved on there on my feed. So you'll be able to scroll down and find it right away and uh, watch the episode if you choose to. Or just continue on and listen to this deliciousness. Roll the footage. on a crapple we're, we're live. live we're, we're live. live right now live live. hi people live. how you doing welcome that the, that the to camera? uh yeah that's it right there you're poking I, we're back on cameras again this we is are. not good for me we'll just know that your your uh your namesake and stuff is is over there by you it's the door is you and then i'm right over there. here by me. me yeah it's underneath you right there that's where you're at episode 50 50. 50. 40 more than last 40 time. 40 more than last time. Yep. It's, we finally have done it. We've we, uh, we've made it live. Live. Local and light breaking. cut. <laughs> just like, yeah. That was the news. That, both, a, both just like all, KFBS 12. We are cut, though. Uh, are we? I, I think so. Which way? <laughs> uh, so, I'm not sure how it's going to work. We have a tablet that's over here so we can see uh, a live feed of of comments and stuff yeah. like that. So hopefully those will pop up so I can uh, chat with you guys live. But if not, I apologize. I'm going to do my best. Does it, do they just come up on that thing? It should there? be able to just pop up on here on the feed down below. Um, same thing with like likes and hearts and all that other crap that yeah. happens. Uh, so we should be able to see should that. Should we test it? Can I, make a, a, can I make a comment to you? If you want to. I mean, How do I do don't that? Don't forget that's also your, your, uh, your profile. I think you can be logged into multiple I things can. though. I'm, I'm doing it right now. Do you have a thing that you were going to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to talk about this live thing. What's your name? My name? Your name? Justin? Mitsuj Sira. Yeah, I like that. That's fancy. Yeah. That's real fancy. Like, How Um, do we start off? Do we talk about personal things? Do we talk about news things? Do you want to talk about uh, Chuck E. Cheese? We can talk about, yeah, we the pizza in general. Pizza is so innovative these days, guys. Let me tell you about pizza. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I, it for some reason just doesn't let me load up. It might be because you're over there. I might uh, be. Well, it also has kind of been running slow, too. Um, I did just get a message from someone that says I've been commenting. Oh, uh, But Kim. maybe we can't see it. I Maybe not. Um, so I'm sorry if it doesn't pop up. I do I have mean, an alternate camera angle that we can pull up over here, but it looks like the uh, the feed isn't refreshing can so you minimize that happens. and see if you or just back out of the here hit that Maybe. back button i'll try that out and then no i'm not seeing the comments on there either so hmm. i'm not really sure what's what's up in the butt over there what is uh camp crystal lake elm street haddonfield that's uh that's this location right here that's oh that's specifically our your like. house is that yes, yes that's spooky it is it's a it's a spooktacular village 
That's real, real spooky like. If everything goes according to plan. It's hard to practice this because the only way on Facebook that you can actually practice anything whenever you go live is if you it's actually go live. Yeah. It's <laughs> because it can't test it. the comments and stuff like that. Because, like, on this camera angle that I've developed, if you type in, it should pop up below in the little thing that's there in the box. Oh, yeah. But it, it's, I mean, it's I, not if somebody's right typing or saying anything like that, it's, it should be there. But, I mean, like I said, I can't really know that hey, it's there or not. Can you comment from here? As you? Yeah. Oh, there. Oh, I can see comments now right there. Ooh, ooh. Is that your biggest fan behind you? Zero people? <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> oh, it's gone. Nice sheet. Thanks. <laughs> I bought it uh, from your mom. <laughs> I don't know if he did. I don't think I did. Um, so Chuck E. Cheese. So Chuck E. Cheese is now delivering a pizza party pack straight to your door through DoorDash. Uh, you can get a 12-person party pack, which includes everything you need to have one heck of a time, according to this article. Great. Including three large pizzas, a signature Chuck E. Cheese party cake. I want the Chuck E. Cheese party cake. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. What about the thing that uh, people uh, were saying about uh, how they recycle their pizza? Have you heard about that? That yeah, it's that a it was myth? a it was yeah, it's a myth. It's not real. Maybe I don't know. But if you I get it that. here, that's okay. Um, you get party decor. And supplies needed to consume the aforementioned goodies. I love whoever's writing this article. This is Adam Barnhard from comicbook.com. Great. Um, you shout, can out, get shout out to Adam. Adam Barnhard. And Bernhardt. <laughs> um, so 125 bucks, you can get a, a Chuck E. Cheese party through DoorDash. I think it's a great. I want one now. For $120. $125. Yeah. On $125, you can get your Chuck E. Cheese pizza. 12 person. 12 party. person party. Yeah. But why would that takes away from the majesty and awe that is Chuck E. Cheese pizza? Maybe they're starting this because there's not a lot of majesty and awe at Chuck E. Cheese anymore. <laughs> I don't know. You don't think that might be? Uh, there might be losing a little bit of their uh, their foot traffic. I like foot traffic. They're, uh, I mean, people are staying in their uh, their home so much more these days. Yeah. Uh, so they're just gonna bring the party to you. Mm. And that's what we're doing to you guys. We're bringing the party to you. <laughs> I, <laughs> Way to tie it in. That's what we're doing. Um, also, if we're on the, in the uh, in the region of pizza and news, Domino's is working on a, uh, a delivery driver free delivery car. It's just an electric car. To... You know, I was worried about that. I was worried if I could get my pizzas or not, uh, and not have a person there. So you have to pay beforehand, I'm assuming, to do that. Which I do typically anyways. I do now as well, as far as Domino's <laughs> is concerned. But I mean, yeah. if, you, if, I, that's, if you're going to pay cash, yeah. check, or whatever, yeah. a money order, then you would <laughs> have order. to have a person deliver it to you still, I would assume. Agreed, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they're working on uh, these robot fleet cars, the R1, uh, which will uh, deliver. These are in Scottsdale, Arizona, robot, currently. Robot fleet on yes. fleet. Um, they do delivery of groceries currently. So this is uh, just oh, an add-on to that. Uh, huh. She said my hair's on point today. It is on point. I keep messing with it because I'm not used to it being short and also having a, a crap in it. Yeah? Yeah. You got stuff in it? Yeah, a little yeah. bit of product. It's not heavy though. It's not no. Like it's, it's a, it's a palmade. It's like a medium nice. grade palmade. Good, <laughs> good. I'm glad. It's by uh, <laughs> by Suavecito. How about mine? How's it look? <laughs> when it was just slicked back, you look like a uh, early Danny Zuko. No, you look like early Jack Greece. Nicholson from Batman, <laughs> eighty eight Batman. <Yes. laughs> 
All right. Um, so yeah, pizza. That's what we got going on. Um, I have to keep refreshing to be able to see all the new posts. <laughs> it just uh, I, I'm, I gotta I'll refresh periodically. You, oh, is that how that works? Yeah, it's a refresh. Oh, uh, look at refresh. Yeah, good job. Yeah, you're great. Um, so do you want to talk about some trailers? Let's talk about trailers. Let's trailer do some talk. trailer talk. Talk. <laughs> um, all right. So I didn't watch any trailers. You're a liar. I uh, why? I thought you said you watched a, a few trailers. No, you watched a few trailers. I watched two trailers, and you said you wanted to watch trailers. I wanted but you to didn't. watch. Okay. Them. Yeah. So we. So are, I'm gonna live through you. Can we speculate what if it's a trailer that neither of us has seen? Can we just speculate what it's like? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I watched that. I watched uh, the trailer for Shia LaBeouf's new movie called The Peanut Butter Falcon. Have I, you heard about this or seen this? No, never. And I haven't uh, heard so a damn word about it. He's working. Uh, the movie is this kid that has, I think, Down syndrome. Okay, is Down syndrome in real life? It's, it's this is his first big movie. Okay, um, and by big movie I mean like independent. I think it's, it's it seems like, like a, like a full very release indie. though. But yeah, I think it's, major it might have been at like Sundance or something. You can see in the opening sets of it, but uh, it's going to be like limited release window everywhere. Um, but. I can't remember who the female lead of it is, but uh, it's this kid. He wants to be a wrestler, and so he leaves his house, and he goes on the road, and I guess he meets Shia LaBeouf's character, who's kind of like a drifter-type person. Gotcha. And instead of being like a shitty dude, he like kind of takes the kid under his wing and helps him and says, you know, like, the the girl that's supposed to be watching him like, meets up with him, and he's just like... We're all gonna go. We, we're gonna help this kid like live his dream. Nice. And so, like, like one of the most like super wholesome movies that I've ever seen a trailer for, and it makes me really excited to see Shia do something like this. Because uh, Peanut Butter Party, the Peanut Butter Falcon, oh. the Peanut Butter Party sounds like it would be naughty. I like. Well, there's a book called Peanut Butter Party, um, and it says including the history, uses, and future of peanut butter. Oh, you spelled fleek. I think right. She said, uh, I said point because I don't know. Sp- I think maybe is it two Falcon. E's? F-L-E-E-K? That's how I would say it. That's like, that fleek that you typed in there seems like it would have an alternate meaning. Like uh, that like, one, that one's like a, that, that's like a that's sexual. Fleck. Re- is it? Fleck. Like Arthur? Yeah, Arthur Fleck. That's how you spell that? I'm pretty sure that's how you, oh, like okay. E-A-K. That's, that's in our wheelhouse. Too. Yeah, that's, You're good. we're right there. Uh, Dakota Johnson is your lady in okay. that movie. Uh, she's from the Fifty Shades of Grey. <gasps> oh my God! Is she uh, not the Christian Grey guy? Yeah, she's but the a, other person. What's she's, her name? She's. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know the books. Dorian Gray. <laughs> Dorian Gray. <laughs> she's dead in the painting. <laughs> yes. Um, it's not how that works, but I like that trailer. I like the, I like your delivery uh, of that. And then the other one I watched was uh, Jumanji: The Next Level. Not Back to the Jungle, which is what I thought it was titled. <laughs> Back to the Jungle. Yeah. What if it was called Jumanji: Jungle to Jungle, and it was like a crossover between and Tim Allen's in there? Yeah. And that one. He's kid. just going uh, a bunch. <laughs> well, and that one kid because we don't know what it is. <laughs> no, I don't know if he had many roles after that. Sorry, guy. Um, go ahead. But uh, well, you said go Jim. ahead. I didn't watch this trailer. You did. Oh, well, I, maybe I should stop typing then. So, I wanted to look up Jungle to Jungle, but I wanted people uh, to be able to see Danny DeVito is to in jungle. this movie. Oh, in Jungle. I thought oh, you were talking about Jungle no. to Jungle. So and he's, he's, Martin Short's in Jungle to Jungle? Yeah. I don't know. I've only watched that movie, I think, once. He's a person in there. Uh, What's the kid's name? The kid Sam is Huntington? Sam Huntington. Yeah, Mimi Siku. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. That's Fanboys. Yeah, it's the Fanboy kid. Yeah, I like him. Detroit Rock City. 
Yeah, he's, super, he's he good. plays Super or uh, Jimmy in Superman Returns with Brandon Jimmy Olsen with Brandon Ralph. Ralph. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't realize so, that that was Mimi Siku. This is uh, right a sequel to Jumanji. What was that movie called? Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. Yes. Okay. So in with this the number one, two because it's the second one. They go to Danny DeVito's character's house. I didn't watch the sequel, so I don't know point of reference. Is he in the other movie? As no, well? not at all. Okay, so they go to this guy. They go to Danny DeVito's house, and he's like, are somebody's there kids? Grandpa? Yes. Oh, it's the it's a sequel, so it's like the same kids. Oh, that's well, I didn't know since like yeah. they so they're, could so totally... they're talking about like they're like oh some he went back into the game we got to go help and then something shorts out and they automatically goes like we didn't get to pick our characters this time and they go in uh... to the game but Danny DeVito is like I guess behind them and you don't see him in frame and whenever they you, zap into the jungle. Uh, the Rock is there, and you find out, like, through, like, a weird transference thing, you can kind of see that mm-hmm. he's, like, still yeah. standing there, and it's Danny DeVito is The Rock this nice. time. So there's a lot of old man banter that's going on back and forth between, uh, I, did, who did I say it was that was in there? Is it Danny Glover? Or is it yeah, you said guy? Danny Glover. I don't know if it's Danny Glover. It's a guy that looks like Danny Glover if it's not Danny Glover. <laughs> it's a Glover from another mother. Oh, man. Welcome to the jungle. You What's laughed the last time I, I said did. that. I but I recycled the joke, so <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. I could, hold I could as well. be wrong. Um, Kevin Hart's still in it. Yeah, Aquafina's still in it. Aquafina wasn't in the first one. There so he is, Danny Glover. It. I was right. Okay, so Danny Glover plays uh, Kevin Hart's uh, character nice. in the, when they're in the game. So there's a lot of like old man esque banter between The Rock and Kevin Hart, and they're kind of acting like when they're talking, they're kind of nice. acting older too. So uh, uh, it looks. Charming, I guess. I didn't watch the other one, so I, I don't recommend know. it. Is it good? I like it a lot. I think it's a it's a it's a good thing. Um, they didn't try to just like make they made something new instead of trying to replace the old Jumanji. Is Jack uh, Jack Black's in the other one too? Right? Yeah, Jack, and those four are in there. And Karen Gillian. Yep. And then is Rice Darby in it as well? Who's Rice Darby? Uh, let me find him and I'll pull it up. He he seemed like this guy. I don't think so. Okay, he was on, like, uh, Flight of the Concords and stuff. But I gotcha. there's a point in time where they're on the plane. He's like, welcome to Jamonte. And he's, like, oh, talking yes. to him from the back while he's, he's like, uh, he's like explaining everything. Like the uh, like an NPC that's kind of like, like a tutorial guy. He is actually an NPC. Okay, cool. So that's, that's, that's what I meant. Like, he's he's doing that thing very much. So they're all flying in on a plane, getting ready to just, like, jump out or something. Are there snakes on the plane? Uh, maybe not. I, I'm not sure if there are snakes on the plane. <laughs> Uh, but those are the two that I watched. What are there other ones that you, uh... Um, there was a trailer for Three from Hell, uh, Rob Zombie's movie that dropped, that I would have liked to have watched. Uh, let's imagine that the three characters were, uh... <laughs> Mandy said that my hair looks, uh, doesn't look great on point even. I love his hair like this, and Kim said I'm dreamy. Oh, well, wow. Look wow. at you guys. Look you got... I got two lady fans. Um, but only one is actually watching the show because we only have one person watching the stream. <laughs> it might be us because you're watching the stream. Oh they're, my maybe, gosh. They're, maybe they're popping They've in and out. They've already dropped off. <laughs> maybe they're popping in and out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it even says up here that we got two. Oh, does it really? It does. It says right up there, viewers too. So one of them is me. This is this is kind of uh, so the one which is... is in and out, and and it's on my fire, which is unreliable as we found out. So you are. My fire. This is a uh, delicious Frosty's root beer, uh, as purchased from Walmart. And a, a Perrier. Mm. Perrier. Good content for the people that are listening to this audio. 
Yes, I forgot. We've got audio listeners, too. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome uh, to the podcast that you listen to every week. Yeah, you guys are good. Thanks what for are the other trailers standard. that you watch? Uh, I said Three from Hell. I didn't okay, watch. Yep. Um, that I'm going gonna, gonna to imagine it's going to be uh, those guys. Spalding, Otis, uh-huh. and um, what's-her-face? Uh, Witches of Salem. Yeah. Uh, Sherry Moon, Moon Zombie. Sherry Moon Zombie's character. Uh, whatever. She, baby. Baby. Okay. Baby. I couldn't remember either. Baby, Otis, and Spalding. And they're killing people. You think? Yeah. The you think it's like unusual suspects? I don't remember like they're seeing on the that road, movie. And they're killing people on the road this time? Um, they walked down the road in the the do, image still that they showed. Do you think this is, this is like uh, Rambo Last Blood where they set up a trap for people? And it's like Home Alone with three adults. Yeah. What did, we talk they... about, did we talk about Saw? Is that is that was that news that we talked about? No, we haven't. The reboot, about Chris Rock Saw. Yeah. No, but I no. really hope they call it Chris Rock Saw. Like it's like <laughs> like it's like Tyler Perry's Medea's family. It's just like a, the poster is just him going, <laughs> like looking like he saw something, <laughs> or he's holding up like a just like a, a handsaw. Yeah. yeah, Chris Rock Saw. It's just a, a picture of somebody holding a saw and it's got his face on it. Chris Rock Salt. Mm. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> um, oh, Kim said she's still watching. Uh, Mandy says she's missing the Backstreet Boys. Oh, I sang the Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's um, relevant. Yeah, it's totally relevant. Um, yeah, I guess that's the only other trailer I was really missing. <laughs> was that? that were the, the, there were three? Yeah, there were. <laughs> and that, I didn't even want to see the other one you watched, so there were only two that I wanted to see. You don't want to watch the Peanut Butter Falcon? The Peanut Butter it's Party. It's such good quality. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind to see it, but I wasn't seeking it out, per se. You... People that are yeah. people that are watching. Do you guys find the the what's his character's name from Stranger Things? Is it Max? Or I, I don't remember his. The, name. No, Max is the sister. Okay, Max is the sister. Max's brother, yes. whatever his name is, the jerky guy that yeah, wears the leather jacket and the mullet. Is it, you guys find him attractive? Because I'm seeing this picture here, and he's got like a gross. He's not doing it for me. Mustache and his mullets. His mullet is on fleek, I guess. If if you're if you're a mullet if you're connoisseur, for, if you're yeah, if you're a mullet connoisseur looking for fleeks, uh, but I don't know. Let's get into the news. Okay, go ahead. Give me a couple. John Stamos. Oh, yeah. has announced a Full House prequel. Okay. Are you not excited? Not really. Okay. I didn't watch Fuller House, so. So, but it doesn't matter. Fuller House doesn't matter. Did you watch Full House? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever want to see those people, the adults, before they had kids? Before they had kids? Yes. What are you talking about? Do you ever want to see Joey Gladstone, Jesse Katsopoulos, Danny Tanner, and his wife, who I can't remember her name, as they were becoming, like, in their their 20s? But they already look old. Like, now. They look older. I don't think it's going to be them. I think they're going to get new actors to play them when they're younger, their younger selves. Oh. Um, I guess. Like, it's supposed <laughs> to be like, we're going to watch them and it's not going to be on a set? Or is this supposed to be like on a set still? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it makes sense to me kind of also that... in the same vein if they did it like, oh, we're in high school now. Like, here, I'm I'm Danny. I'm like walking Danny through, meeting and Jesse her. and walking, you know, yeah, like they're all like walking through high school, meeting yeah. each other kind of a thing, you know? Absolutely. So they are working on, and John Stamos is kind of the head executive kind of producer usually of all the Fuller House stuff, making sure it happens and all that jazz. He's the pusher, the pusher T um, for it. Um, what Just are, reading the comments. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so he is in development with this Full House prequel. 
Um, which you would wonder if it's called Empty House. Or is it I, called, I hope. Or is it called the F House? <laughs> oh, uh, that reminds me of a thing that's kind of a personal. We have an F house near here. An F shack? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's an apartment, but it's behind our house. What does that mean? Uh, they got a big red F. <laughs> <laughs> that is, like, I don't know. It, and they steal you know, it from a building? You know, it's like whenever you get stencil thing. I don't know. Not stencils, but like a decor thing from like we'll say Kirkland's or something and you get like the F that you're going to mount like above your TV or above a fireplace and it's just like this tall or something like that like you know maybe 6 to 12 inch okay. this one's like it's like at least 3 feet tall like it's half of me tall like it's, it's goes a on giant the red fucking F and they've got it above their door and, nice. <laughs> and it's this apartment whenever I drive by every time with Mandy and the baby I'm just like look there's the big F house <laughs> is, is it uh... it's a big red F is is are they apartment F at least? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, like I, a. I don't know if they even have numbers up there. If it's just like, like they actually like have their own specific things. I think it's only like two apartments. Oh, if I'm right. I'm so not one's sure. probably not F. Probably not. Presumably, but I'm assuming that it's probably their last name or something. But it's it's huge. I love it. It's really big. I want one. I'm sorry. I. Uh, I interrupted your F talk. No, the F house because Fuller was a longer title because it was a sequel than full so we have to get a shorter title for the prequel and they have to make them baby so it's the f house <laughs> nope all right anyways um <laughs> we are now getting a spinoff of the walking dead that's getting set in china wow that is where the what's it called um they have not released a title for it walking yet. dead china um i don't know <laughs> i would like to see it called just like walking dead international oh no. wait no um, I'm going to type in let's Walking see. Dead. The Walking Dead is expanding to a whole other part of the globe in a brand new book from Robert Kirkman and Skybound Books titled so it's Walking a Dead book. Typhoon. Yeah, sorry. I typhoon? Typhoon is what they're Ooh. calling it. Yeah. Walking Dead Typhoon. Stop it. That is not <laughs> good for you. Um, so there's the cover for it. So this made me have a thought, though. I had a thought out of my brain. Um that's what it is in Chinese. Right on. Sing Shuru or Rauru. So if they were to actually, if this book did well, mm-hmm. and they expanded that because they're looking for ways to expand the TV show, and they set a TV show in China, would they speak Chinese? Or would they speak American because Walking Dead is a primarily American show? And really not just China if they set it in, but if they did anything international like we've talked about, would you would it air on American broadcasting with subtitles, or would you do it in in English? I would be curious. Hmm. Thoughts. Uh, I th- it would go over better in America if it had English Eng- speaking. Absolutely, yeah. obviously, it's I gonna mean, be hard to people, sell a show. It's kind of like there's the what's the Netflix show that's German. That it, it does really well, but it is German with English subtitles. Something like is it just called Dark? Oh, I don't know. There's one. I was thinking of a, of a show from like no, there's six a, there's years a Netflix ago. series that's, that's on like there. I think it's called just Batter or something Snatch Dark or whatever. Like but that. apparently it's like super good. Oh. But it's all German and oh, it's okay. got English subtitles and it does really well over here. But I if it's going to be on like cable television or actual like network AMC. television, yeah, it probably would have to have some. Whereas like Netflix that. can get by because they've got a big Honestly, international. Yeah, that's what I, I think. Personally, I would enjoy it 
probably better if it was like Chinese and it had English subtitles. It would have to be. It just seems real. It seems, yeah, it would seem more real that way. Unless we have English speaking characters that just so happen to be there at that point in time that are, you know, talking in English and they say something, you know, every now and then or whatever. Yeah. Kind of like. Which I guess they deal with uh, Fear the Walking Dead is like that. They've, they crossed over at some point into Mexico. And so. I was going to say, there's there's also Spanish speaking -speaking people, characters and stuff that are on there from the beginning, even before they go into Mexico. Yeah. I think there are some characters from that first season that talk on there and it'll have the subtitles that are below Mm -hmm. for it. So it's a little back and forth there. What movie? There was a podcast I was listening to and they were talking about a movie that was coming out or had it was an independent movie and it was all the people that speak in whatever language I think it's in Spanish and all those people that speak in Spanish they speak in Spanish it has English subtitles but anytime there's English in the movie it's English speaking but it has Spanish subtitles and it flips every single time it happens on there nice. so that way no matter what everybody you know can understand on. what's going on with That's the whole cool. thing and I thought that was a really cool concept I like that That's uh Kind of similar to, um, there's a book called Barrier, a comic book. Bur- Barrier. 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 Uh, and it's like half of the book is in all in Spanish and half the book is all in English. And you don't really know what's going on. Like you, mm-hmm. you, it tells the story, you know, visually enough because it's a comic book so that you can, you can actually see what's going on in the Spanish speaking if you don't, if you aren't fluent in that and then vice versa if you're in English. English. You can visually see what's going on, but it's a good a, a good thing. It's on that uh, uh, that panel syndicate website okay. where they do kind of indie books that you just buy, pay what you want, you okay. go by that. So barriers on that. It's a pretty good show. Where do they sell and by Metro? show? I mean, Is, comic. Where do they sell Metro at? Metro. Um, that was just on uh, Kickstarter. It was only a Kickstarter. It was only a Kickstarter. Yeah, okay. for now. I think they were gonna try to get some afterwards. Do they still have it open to be able to get? I don't know. They might. I really wanted to get it after I was listening to some of the older episodes yeah. of TESD and stuff, and I, I wanted to watch it before, or read it before anyways, but I never got a chance yeah. to, but I'd still like to read it. They haven't mailed out the physical copies yet, but I do have a digital if you wanted to read that. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mandy said that it's just one house that's, it's the stilt house that's back behind here. Oh, and then nice. my mom said she never noticed the giant F on the stilt house. Nice. There's a big F on that stilt house. Look at that. Mammer. Look at Mammer, that. Mammer. Look at that. Uh... Xbox is Phil Spencer, uh, one of their head people from over there. I know Phil. I went to school with Phil. You went to you went to school with Phil. Yeah. Where Where do you live? Just down the street. Yeah, he was writing uh, writing Golconda. I did it with the the wrong the wrong thumb that was off screen. He got Golconda. Xbox is Phil Spencer said he didn't. He uh, confirmed officially that Project uh, Scarlet is actually only going to be one console. A lot of people were speculating we're going to have multiple Mm -hmm. versions. Maybe one that would be like your. Xbox One S to it, or a discless version, um, like we have Mm -hmm. now. Uh, It is only just one console. It will have a disk drive, um, as stated during press conference uh, at E3 this year. Um, As of right now, that's that's the only plan. They might have some other stuff that comes down later down the road, but as of right now, next year it's in holiday. It's just going to be the one console version. Um, So I'm good with that. Me too. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for it to come out, but I'm still kind of scared of what the price point is going to be for it. Well, there was, you know, they they have all these people that they put our articles out. Experts say this is what this is going to be and all that. And the new expert said that PlayStation 5 is going to be $800. See, I don't know about it. <laughs> it's got it's to be commercially it's gotta acceptable be for me. It's going to be me. <laughs> no, it's got to be me. It's It's got to be acceptable gotta for be, the be. marker. <laughs> Stop it. 
for the market to actually be able to pick it up. You know what I mean? Nobody's. I there are going to be people that would pay eight hundred dollars for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. But that's not. They, they're going to want to have versions of the console or you know, a base version yeah. of the console that you're going to pick up that everybody can get because you know you're going to have they kids that are going to want to get, get it. it. And yeah, I I would assume five hundred or less for both yeah. things if I was to guess. Five hundred is probably a pretty decent guess. Yeah. I'm going to say four to five hundred would be within that wheelhouse. Yeah. I'm going to um, go four ninety nine. Did you see that with the? It's another news topic. I don't think I actually wrote it down, but uh, with the tariffs and everything that are coming up between China and America, mm-hmm. that Trump has put in the effect that Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft have all teamed up to go against it because if that happens, there's going to be a huge price hike on consoles and games that come from international wow. waters. Yeah international waters um so that means i can't remember exactly we, we figured it out uh i think a 60 dollar game with the tariff that's on it would eventually be if it comes from overseas you know from sony or from yeah. nintendo or something anytime you purchase a game with the tariff and the tax that would be on it would end up costing us 75 dollars regularly at wow. that point damn um console we'll say one that starts at three would be around like 360 to 375 within that range yeah um, I'm not good, great with math. It's, I think it's like a 10 to 15% increase is okay. what it would be yeah. after everything's said and done. They're trying to do everything within their power to fight against it because they're just like, this is going to tank our market yeah. you know, for them and, and because people are going to have to spend that much more money and they might not be willing to do so. Why don't they just make it in the United States? Uh, because these companies aren't in the United States. <laughs> Nintendo is not an American that's, company. That's not, that's not where they go. This is uh, when you see me kind of sinking slowly. Yeah. It's this chair. It sinks slowly. Hey, um, the Gremlins uh, prequel series that we talked about before with, like, young Mr. Miyagi. Not Mr. Miyagi. What's his name? The Master. Um, what? Yeah. Mr. Miyagi is the Master. He's the Master from uh, Karate Kid. Yeah. But I meant Walks from Gremlins, which is what I was talking oh, about. Oh, I don't remember what his name is. Uh, sorry. That was... Um, There's a Gremlins prequel? We talked about this. They're developing a, a Gremlins... Yeah, like, getting the Mogwai. Like, the whole, like... Young master, uh, not master, but store owner guy. I'm gonna type it out. Um, getting the the Mogwai. I feel like this has been a long time ago that we talked about this. It though. might have been, but it's actually kind of coming up. So it's gonna be called Gremlins: Secrets of the Mogwai. Is the, the what is title the Gremlins 2017 that's listed here? It's not a uh, actual like Gremlins. Oh, thing. it says Gremlins. It's Gremlin. One one S. My bad. I mean no S's. Uh, but... Ah, John Louis played Chinese boy. Uh, Mr. Wing? Yeah, Mr. Wing. Mr. Wing. That guy. Um, so, grandfather, Mr. Wing, when he's younger. So, he's younger Mr. Wing, getting okay. a hold of that Mogwai, and kind of <laughs> how that whole thing happened. Uh, it's a 10-episode series uh, that's going to be an animated comedy, kind of adult-oriented, evidently. Oh. Um, and it's going to be on the Warner Media app, so... Gil Warner's picking up a lot of shit now. They are. Everybody's... Uh, them and DC Universe merging together and having as much stuff as they're picking up with all the those shows and stuff. Yeah. That merger is going to be really hard to not want to pick up. Did you uh, did you see what Netflix got a hold of? Speaking of Warner Media and what they didn't get, uh, I had something written down. What was it? Sandman. Yes, yes, Neil. Yeah, old, Netflix. Old Neil. That was a lot of money too. They spent on that. Yeah. So, I mean, Warner Media own. I mean, they're not owns, but they're they're. They're a brother-sister corporation with DC Comics, which owns Vertigo, which is where Sandman comes from, and Netflix bought Sandman. Mm-hmm. So Warner Media is really missing out on a really awesome opportunity. This is, uh, I mean, they start off with a movie 
Uh, 06, I think, is maybe when they started development on Well, no, back in the 90s. They started development on a movie trying to make this work. In the uh, 90s. In the 90s. Back in the 90s. Uh, <laughs> they, they started trying to make this whole thing work. And they, it's a pretty complex story, Sandman is, and has a lot of ties into... I think I've only ever read the first, uh, the first uh, trade, like the first volume. The you got to do it. Not what is it? Prequel Nocturne or something? Uh, What's it called? Something of Nocturnes. I yeah, know Nocturnes in it. We you got did, that. You did great. <laughs> um, but uh, Neil Gaiman and David Goyer are overseeing this. They're both executive producers on this show, and uh, they're gonna adapt it for Netflix. Preludes and Nocturnes. Preludes. Yeah. So good job. Prequels. Good job, Google. Um, so they are diving into this, and it looks like it's actually gonna happen as a TV series, which is the best possible way for this to work because yeah. if it works not only do you have the volumes of sandman you have the prequel series that they did for sandman overture you have the dreaming series that they did after that which was more just lore and character building of everybody else besides morpheus and the dreaming um and then you have all of the off spinoffs with the the dead boy detectives and just everything that ties into that and there's a lot of great stories that just are tied into it full of lore that ties into Shakespeare and it ties into old gods and it ties into um, just everything. So it's, and actually you have, which I'm sure they don't get with this agreement, but you have the DC universe technically tied into it. I mean, when they, when, right when uh, Morpheus goes to get all the, collect all his things after he's been trapped in the first storyline, he has to go to John Constantine, his first stop. So, you know how much of that do we actually get to see? Yeah, that's really it's gonna be interesting. That's really hinky. I wonder if that'll because they paid so much to do it. I wonder if I don't know because we talked so much about it before with Amazon, but like yeah. how that would be such a good get. Yeah. What if Netflix got that? Like, if yeah. what if the Warner Media application starts tanking even after the merger with them getting the DC and all the other yeah. stuff they've got? What if they start slowly tanking and then Netflix just like, well, we'll take it off your hands. But and and then and, Netflix becomes your home for like. Fucking DC and yeah. all of that hub, and then you have the Disney Plus that is your home for Marvel and all that hub kind True. of thing. Um, but I and I guess technically it doesn't have to tank in order for things to work. They have like all the CW shows crossover DC properties that are not in the uh, that, and Warner Media is not trying to take that, and the DC Universe isn't trying to take that. Sci-Fi's got. Uh, characters from the DC Universe. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand so, that they're all so spread out. It also just because they have. Lucifer now too, yeah. which ties Netflix into more of that stuff. I mean, yeah. not that it'll be, I not mean, that guy will be in there, but now it would Lucifer, make sense for it to be him to be in there at that point. Lucifer is very prominent in, yeah. in a lot of the the Sandman universe and and everything. So yeah, um, super pumped for this. I mean, uh, N- Netflix just uh, just won for me with that. They were like, all right, you get to keep get my money. You're a winner. Uh, speaking of Netflix, they also released a teaser poster today of The Witcher. Uh, for that series, that I, they saw that. I saw that. I saw the the back of a white haired man. That would be the back of Henry Cavill. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With a mustache nice, or a no nice mustache? I don't think he's gonna have a mustache. I think he's mustacheless because uh, Geralt of Riviera doesn't have a mustache, if I'm not mistaken. What's his name? Geralt. Are you sure it's not Gerald? It's not. <laughs> I've played the games. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Gerald. <laughs> you think it's Gerald? Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can switch out cameras here. Gerald and Riviera. So uh, it's kind of small. We'll click on that. Is there a? Is that there a it real... is? Look at that right there. Yeah, booty. <laughs> um, I don't know anything about this guy. 
so the books themselves, that start, series starting, I think it was 93 or 94, uh, starts with a, a novel called The Last Wish, Okay. if I'm not mistaken. So it starts uh, off as a novel series, not as a game? Yeah, yeah, it, it was a it was an old novel. Uh, that's, it was, I think it's three or four books, and I think there's a fifth book that has been, is on its way, or it's been written, and uh, those didn't turn into games until I think like 99 or 2000 was the first game. The first two games were PC only. Mm -hmm. um, and then three was every console like PS4, uh, Xbox One, and PC and everything. I think it's now getting a port to the Switch as well. But uh, it's it's a pretty big deal, honestly. Uh, cool. If you... There's a lot of symbols. Yeah, there was a lot of... that. He has a lot of archaic symbols. I guess these are all behind-the-scenes photos, and yeah, there's some like ads it. that's in between. I didn't expect to see all the behind-the-scenes. There was one picture of him up close. He looks like a like a small man. Yeah, this right here. It's only a 30-second spot, but that's that's what he'll look like as Geralt. I guess this is supposed to be him before he gets the uh, the scar on his eye, too, because he looks it doesn't like, look like he has a scar. He looks worried. He looks like old Superman. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> it seems appropriate. <laughs> he just... Uh, See what I mean? Like, he's got the big scar and stuff. Oh, like that. that'll remember. be cool. But, uh... He's also wearing a different color. Yes, yes. He's I'd... wearing black, and that picture shows white. Well, I mean, that's just him, what he he's wearing underneath his, his whole get-up there. Oh, okay. Just the, the <laughs> shirt. Uh, so he's, he's... The whole premise of this is he's like a, a monster hunter. He hunts, like, uh, mystic creatures and all kinds of different things, and he's trying to help out uh, the people of the world by, mm. by killing these creatures that are destroying other areas. They, they're one of the... I think... Witcher 3 has a big sequence that starts off with him fighting a, uh, what's Medusa called? Gorgon. Yes. Uh, him fighting like a Gorgon and stuff and cutting its head off and oh. shit like that. Like, there's all kinds of different things. There's a, there's a sequence that happens in the beginning of that game where he's having sex with a witch on top of a unicorn. Right on. Uh, but it's a, it's a pretty fucking dope game. I'm, I'm excited for this to be a property that got picked up by Netflix, but uh, it'll be coming so, soon, I think. Where's the, does it have a release on it? I somewhere? don't know. I think it's this year, if I'm not mistaken. Perhaps. So this show is our TV eight episodes. Is this like um, in like a Game of Thronesy type era? Like it's more like in medieval times ish. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like a, a very high fantasy, but also set kind of medieval. And then uh, Monster Hunter with Mila Jovich. Different. This guy is, is more just modern this guy times. is just a Monster Hunter. He's not the Monster Hunter. Monster uh, Hunter is weird so because it's it's, it's it, Monster Hunter is not modern times. Oh, okay. It's like a weird hybrid of things because there's a lot of it's almost steampunk in a way, like with a lot of the different mechanics cool. that they use to do specific like things. Steampunk. But it's so it has like the steampunk has like the hyper futuristic things that, but it's set in the old times. You know what I mean? Like the, the weapons and certain things that they have that operate within the city walls mm -hmm. where they're at are like very steampunky. That gives it kind of a futuristic feel to it, but it all looks and feels kind of bronze agey gotcha. in that way. Cool. Um, I'm gonna preface this by saying I love comics, and you know that. Preface. Preface. Uh, sorry if I spit in your face. It's good. Um, I like it. I love comics, but they are now announced. They have now announced that the Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance is getting a prequel comic, also. Oh. So two of the things I'm very excited about this year being the Jedi Fallen Order uh, yeah, game, game, and the uh, Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance are both getting prequel comics, mm -hmm. which makes you think. Why couldn't you have just made that game or that series with a little bit more content on the front end 
so that I didn't have to do that. But I guess it's selling things. Either that or else I guess it could things. have been incorporated I'm as DLC. It. I'm buying it. I'm you know buying what I mean? It. Yeah. They just want money. For a game that would have been a good get. Yeah, that's true. Like, especially for Jedi Fallen Order. Whenever, I think there was DLC content for Force Unleashed or Force Unleashed mm-hmm. 2, I think, that had some stuff that was like an extra level or something yeah. you could buy. I know there was yeah. like stuff for alternate outfits that give you like specific abilities and yeah, shit like that but definitely. i think i'm pretty sure that there was even there was there was something. even like a level or something yeah. like that, that you could get so that, that so, seems like an easy get for money if they did that they might still do that though too like give you the comics as just like a little bit of precursor and then like months down the road or something be like hey guess what we made that into a video game level for you to play now yeah you're just like oh shit i read it now i'm gonna experience gonna it. it um but that all being said we need more reasons mm-hmm. to have comics made so that people buy comics so that the comic industry thrives. So, I'm happy about this. I'm happy about you. Absolutely happy about it. Love my Dark Crystal comics. My Dark Crystal comic age resistance prequel comic coming out before the show comes. Uh, mm. But, uh, yeah, so super excited that they're they're uh, going to be pushing that thing out. Uh, Paul Rudd joined the cast of the Ghostbusters. Ah. For the new one coming out next year. Next year is what they got. They always it have is the 2020. date of next year. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty. Nice. I think it's June twenty twenty, which means they should be filming like now. But I don't know if it's in pre production or not. I don't know. But I mean, I they're, obviously they're still casting. Nobody I mean, they me. just got Paul Rudd a- attached <clears throat> to it. But yeah, uh, I'm not sure what role that he will be. They started filming another movie just recently for Ghostbusters. Just in general, or just another movie. July 10th, 2020 is the release date. So we're nice. like almost exactly at a year away. Yeah. Uh, yes, we are. I'm trying to see if it has... He's just marked in there. He's, doesn't he doesn't have, have a name. Same thing with Finn Wolfhard's character. Yeah. Peter Vekman, rumored. Rumored. He's not signed on the dotted line yet, I guess, according to... Uh, I'm, I'm assuming so, but I mean, I don't see any reason why they would not. That's a easy, quick paycheck for them. Yeah, he's been... Uh, he was kind of weird about it. Bill Murray was, wasn't he? Like... About I, sequels, I feel like, well, for the most part. Sequels, for the most part, but also, I mean, it's kind of like one of the guys that he, like, kind of grew up with in the comedy world was his best friend that wrote, co-wrote the thing yeah. and died, and he probably feels the way a lot of people felt. You know, like, yeah. why would you even bother trying to do another Ghostbusters instead of, like, it's kind of almost like, you're going to bastardize the thing. But, I mean, they still have Dan Aykroyd as a writing credit on this one. So, yeah. I mean, that's one half of your original writers on yeah. it, too. So. True debt. I mean, True I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah. Hopefully he gets tied into it. But seeing Paul Rudd sure get in he there, he seems like a solid fit for that. He's a solid get. That You know what I mean? He's like, a good get. I feel like him playing off of, like, Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd's banter and shit like that will be mm-hmm. played really well. Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. I agree. Um, so, kind of off of our normal beaten path, but uh, fun thing to talk about. Beat you know that the path. You know the band Animals as Leaders. I do. I've seen them before, yeah, live with you We've in stage together. Um, they are working Pops. on a new album. Were they? Um, They're like yes, and he's like um, hitting all the things that with the keys and the buttons and the and the frets. I don't think there's buttons on there, but I'm not. Yeah, it could be buttons. I'm not, I'm he might, sure. Maybe he throws a couple buttons or two on there. Uh, but they have actually said that this new album has a very high chance of including vocals on it. Oh. <laughs> this new album has a very high chance of having music. In it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that looks like they're gonna vocals. figure out some yeah. Some ways to in- incorporate vocals to it. They've been. I would I don't assume know not one of them. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. They just they just were kind of vague about it. 
Not uh, that they couldn't sing. I just they never have. I so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they they're just kind of looking at different ways to uh, do it. They're potentially throwing in vocalists to the the mix of it all. Um, they've done five albums. Uh, the last one was 2016's "The Madness of Many," mm-hmm. um, and it seems like they they get more crazy, more uh, intricate in everything they do. That's add more strings me. to things. That's what like, leads me to believe that it would be difficult for them to if they're going to perform perform it. live or yeah. anything like that without the vocalist or whatever or with. Yeah. That would be hard for them to incorporate their own vocals to something while they're trying to concentrate on all that shit because it's yeah. very very technical. I definitely know the drummer wouldn't be able to do it with a lot of the sure. shit that he's doing. He'd probably be short of breath. Yeah. But, I mean, it's 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 not uncommon or unheard of for a lot of different progressive metal artists to incorporate, like, we're going to have 12 tracks and we're going to have, like, seven different vocalists kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I'd like to know. see is... Like, like, seven different tracks that have vocals and then, like, a few that have just yeah. instrumental only kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe their live, out, their live show doesn't even include those vocalists. Mm-hmm. They just... It's just specifically for recording, and maybe they just have a, an instrumental show still. It's really like a love-hate thing for me when certain artists do that, mm-hmm. because I I get so used to the vocals, and having them incorporated in that song and taking them away also just kind of takes that away from me for a little bit, because it yeah. leads so much to the music. Like, Intervals, whenever they had, I think the album's called The Voice Within, that album was whenever they added on a vocalist and stuff. I absolutely love his vocals. And then they dropped the vocalist and they started, you know, we're just going to do instruments mm-hmm. only again. And that's going to be it. They republished that album. They put it back, cleaned up some stuff. And then, you know, it's no vocals. Oh, and they then have had a couple albums since. That's cool. A couple albums since mm-hmm. that have no vocals. So you can have the album is still out there for people to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I still listen to it all the time. And it just leads so much to it. It's almost like especially whenever you listen to that album after it's been re-released, that all of that music was written in mind that there is going to be a vocalist around her mm. to sing. So whenever you're listening to it and it has that dropped out, it almost seems like... It's empty. It's messing up. A little bit. You know, because even whenever they have stuff where it would have been of like... on albums that have come out since where they have like melodies that are filling in for where your you know vocalist would have been at yeah. initially and you have these pretty melodies that are kind of filling in these gaps and stuff whereas you know normally you're just like bah, nah, 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 and you're just like oh a vocalist is supposed to be here yeah it's just so blank but that's yeah, what i would I, suggest I, I, is like maybe in their live show would be cool to do like either keys or a, or a, a third guitar that ran like the leads kind of like we do on our theme song there's a there's a lead that runs through which has actually the vocal medley um for our theme song so you know tracy said uh the old you guys look like the old dudes uh on the muppets (laughs) except not (laughs) Mandy said it's them but young (laughs) um wolf and statler statler and waldorf Oh, um, ah! you know, Jaleel White, right? Uh, Urkel. Yeah, good job. Yeah. I was trying to think of his name for a second. Urkel. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, also Sonic. The Sonic the Hedgehog. It's my voice. I don't know why. Uh, Not my my voice, but... It's the voice of Sonic for you. Chili dogs, am I right? (laughs) It's so weird that he doesn't even sound anything quite close to that. No. You know, just... He's a good just voice we, I know it's meant like it's weird yeah. that that voice can come out of that guy. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, if you can go from a, and the physical character of Urkel, I don't think he gets enough credit for. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like, 
to do that, like that, to transform your body that way. They just watch any episode where him and his what is it, his Stephane. cousin or whatever yeah. that comes on or something, yeah, Stephane. and just how it's just like regular yeah. Jaleel White, like smooth, awesome black yeah. guy, and then and he's I think, Urkel, fucking geek, and just like bending and contorting his body, anyways. And I, my <laughs> guess is that Stefan is not even him either. So he's he's playing two separate physical characters mm-hmm. even is that he's not nearly as cool and, and smooth as Stefan is. I like watching uh, I was trying to think of other voice actors but I like watching uh, Mark Hamill transform his yes. body and whenever he does the voice for Joker. Joker and he actually like makes his face like widen out <laughs> yes. when he's doing it and he actually like does that face and everything with it too and just transforms himself into what that character looks like too. We should do <laughs> uh, video content of Hughes News whenever we actually... Hughes News? Yeah. You remember Hughes News? Yeah I know. And when we do that, and like we actually get the character of Hugh figured out, mm-hmm. and then we'll do it as a video <laughs> podcast. Remember Hugh? <laughs> and, what uh, does Hugh sound like? I forgot. Uh, we hadn't figured out his voice exactly well, yet. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one that you did was kind of like um, when they do like the creep, uh, like Lonely mm-hmm. Island kind of creep, like, huh. like John Waters. <laughs> no, like when you, I don't know. You did a voice that reminded me of the creep for some reason, like. The creep, uh, the song, Long yeah, Island, with yeah. John Waters in it, but it wasn't John Waters' uh, type character. It yeah, was, you you created, you had like some sort of, I don't know. We'll have to wow. listen back to the tape. Yeah, it's kind of that way a little bit. Uh, it was almost I like he, like a real creepy, like it's Pat from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Pat, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I have been watching the Muppets lately. Uh, they have a, the redone Muppets. We talked about it, I think. Before. Muppet Babies. Yeah, the redone yeah, Muppet the Babies, where it Muppet almost babies. looks like they're fuzzy, but it's not fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. Digital we Fuzz. We watch that sometimes. Digital Fuzz. That's the name of this episode. Is it? I need to type it down there, because <laughs> I already had another episode typed <laughs> down. No, I'm good. That's what I was busy doing like close to the beginning. You I, like, I like Peanut Butter Party. <laughs> peanut Butter Party is good. <laughs> what was it? Digital Fuzz. <laughs> Everybody be on the lookout for Digital Fuzz. <laughs> Peanut butter party is good, though. I'm trying to be good about writing down episode titles because it's hard to do. You're a good person. No, you're a good person. You came up with rat juice. Uh, <laughs> hey, so Jalil White, he's going to be Urkel again. It's fine. Good. Um, I'm uh, glad he is. On the new Scooby-Doo cartoon, Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? Oh. Uh, which is like, a, they're going to have, and they're like, yeah. not like when you guess who, but like, it's a team-up show. Yeah. They're going to do like a team-up cartoon. They do that a lot. And they're going to have, yeah, but this is like, they're getting back to their roots of like, the Harlem Globetrotters. And when you said it, it made me think like he's going to do Urkel again, but it's going to be like Urkel's older now kind of a thing. Like, and it's going to be like on an adult TV. Urkel. Yeah. Like that'd be cool to see. <laughs> like how he, how did he turn out kind of a thing? Yeah. yeah. He's just what like, he's exactly that? the same. He's just like, I'm a computer programmer now. <laughs> Never stopped. <laughs> Maybe uh, that was Hugh. Hey guys, <laughs> it's me, Hugh. I don't Guck. think I could do that. Guck. I could <laughs> I don't think I could do that voice. Are you here then? Geek. I was supposed to be. You were supposed to be interviewing me. Oh yeah, I forgot. And I was Hugh that watched Shad go to I'm Disney. Sorry. So. Okay. I've ate since then. Hey, guys. I don't remember. I can't do it. I'm not nearly as good at it. <laughs> um, the borderline sounds like you're like gonna do a weird throw up <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm heaving. Everybody's gonna hate this. No, who could hate it? Audio. <laughs> who could hate it? Uh, <laughs> and he said digital fuzz at the peanut butter party. Hey, we got... <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a... Uh, 
we got a first look at uh, Swiper No Swiping from the Door Explorer movie. Is there? Yeah. Pull no, it up. I'm going to. There's a Benicio Del Toro at his <laughs> Hold on, wait. <laughs> I should have made a Batman transition. So if you don't normally listen to the show, we have a... I wouldn't even call it an obsession. Dora the Explorer. We have the whole f- movie's called Dora and the Lost City of Gold? Yes, we have been watching... Keeping tabs on Dora and the Lost City of Gold. I'm not um, seeing a We're very interested to see what happens with uh, this live-action Dora the Explorer movie. I think you're going to have to Google there it. There she is. I don't think it's going to be on IMDb. Um, this movie doesn't look horrible. Ah, uh, but <laughs> we... Ah! <laughs> Stop it! Um, Take me back! But we have been anticipating the Swiper... Dora movie Swiper. We've been anticipating the image of Swiper. Is it just... No. No, go to images. Okay. You know how the internet works. Um, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. It's somewhere around here. Are you sure? There's a picture of it. I oh, saw boy. it. Is it the monkey? Uh, no, 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 no. Is it, no, is it no. him as the collector? No, it's not. Why? Are you sure? Why are these pictures? I'll show you where it's at. Scroll to the very top. It was there, but it was just not a very good picture. No, go to the next thing over. Uh, see that right there? In the background? Yeah, that's the Why actual one. Why is it so one. fuzzy? I think there's a video of it. I don't think there's actually... I don't actually... want to watch the video. I know we don't want to watch the video. We'll click on that click link. Click on this. Um, there, he's got a... <laughs> He's got a hairy fuzz. What is wrong with him? Uh, look at his digital fuzz. It's, you're, trying, try, you're trying real hard. She it in. Hey, look at that digital fuzz. It's not there. anywhere. I'm no. disappointed. I'm disappointed. Disappointed. Here's a first look at Swiper. Um, it's Please a video. Viral. Geek Tyrant. There it is. That's not. Um, there it there is. He is. Yeah, he's really small in here. Yeah, he's a tiny. He's a tiny fox. I mean, what do you want from him? He's gonna be Twitter? small. Uh, don't fail me now, Twitter. This is voiced by Benicio Del Toro. This is our swiper for no swipings. Um, is he going to have like a super like thick uh, Spanish American accent? Like he's going to be like Puss in Boots was. Yeah, yeah. But I he's going to so. be he's going to sound like kind of like his character from Fear and Loathing. I don't remember. He was kind of like wild, wasn't he? Yeah. Like a little like he was wasted the whole time. Oh, little man. Yeah, like that. <laughs> So you just gotta take what you want. I don't think that that's gonna have be how it's going. I want to give him a hug. Somebody says somebody's gonna give instant him a furry hug. porn will be made. Oh boy! <laughs> Better not scroll down. It looked like some artwork down there. <laughs> um, yeah. So we we are still keeping tabs. Oh, it's on working. <laughs> the barf part that is. I don't know what I she said it. before that. But it's actually updating. It this, is. So Look at cool. us. We're we're digital active. fuzz. Oh, I hate that. Oh, the I hate barf it. part. The barf part. That oh, what I, what I was. The she doesn't get. like. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. like barf parts. I'm sorry. Um, so, have you been following the news? I guess whenever I come back to this camera. Thanks for finishing that sentence. Next time we do a live episode, I should put the little feet on the side so we can see it live. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that would sense. make more sense. Uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> so, um, so, that Good Omen show. Yeah. Um, can Never I watched it. So, I started watching it. Did you? That's been, like, the only thing I've watched. That's cool. Um, but the Good Omen show is really good. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> um, hence the name. Know. It's just there. Um, you have to like it because it's called Good Omens. But there is a group that has actually tried to ban it. But, unfortunately, they didn't succeed at even reaching the right company because they started petitioning for Netflix to cancel Good Omens. Yeah. Um, I saw that the 
and then Amazon said they'll cancel Stranger, Stranger Things, things <laughs> if if they cancel that. Yeah. yeah, and they both did. They actually they canceled. They canceled both properties. Yeah, yeah they on canceled. Their That's good. Netflix canceled Good Omens, and Amazon canceled Stranger Things. So if you go to Netflix and you're trying to watch Good Omens, they canceled it. Canceled it. It's not on there anymore. Um, people are uh, stupid. People are crazy. Uh, DC Comics killed a Virgo imprint? Yeah. So what all happened there? Why is okay. that a thing that, at the beginning? The, explain this to me because I didn't read the whole article. I just saw it pop up and I was just like, that's So weird. DC... Um, is a company. Has, for all time, and will still be even Detective after this, Comics. Has been my favorite comics company. You're overall. Um, but... They've made some recent choices that we've talked about on the show over and over again, so I won't beat that drum. Um, that I'm not super, uh, not super happy about. Um, and this is one of the final kind of straws that makes me go. These guys are making me very frustrated. That straw broke the camel's um, back. They broke my back with that straw. You're a camel. Um, I am very much a camel. Wow. Um, but they are. Let me see your toes. They are <laughs> canceling uh, Vertigo. Uh, to go towards a different um, a different direction. So, so does when, this mean that these property, these characters that are on the Vertigo umbrella, is that able to be bought out by anybody else, or is this just like um, we're going to dissolve it completely? No, I. So they still own the characters, sure, um, as much as they ever did. I think that some of them have a a partial ownership rights because Vertigo kind of went through a phase where they did owner they gave ownership to people. Okay. Uh, for their characters that they created. But whatever they had before, DC still owns. Because Vertigo is essentially just a line under DC. So DC Comics still is a, a thing. So um, at the beginning of the year, or towards the end of the year, around the same time as um, Black Label started, there was also DC Inc. and DC Zoom were started. So we were we kind of went through a DC has like nine different imprints. They yeah. were going they had Young Animal. Um, they had the new one that the what guy the guy that's on Superman. Uh, my, Brian Michael Bendis had a okay. new uh, line that he was doing. They were giving out these like imprints to people like crazy, and then they had Vertigo was really trying to gain traction again. They had those Didn't Bendis do Ultimate books. stuff too. He did, like, so, Ultimate probably. X-Men and stuff, too. Because right? when he came over to DC, it was a big deal, because yeah. he was a Marvel guy. Um, so, when they came over, they were giving Bendis that. Obviously, um, Gerard Way has had Young Animal for a couple of years, and it's kind of been in and out with uh, Doom Patrol and all the other titles. Doom. And then, uh, they've been trying to get Vertigo to go. So, they have finally just said, that's it, we're not doing Vertigo anymore, we're canceling it. It's after, um, since 93, Vertigo's been around. Wow. And they're canceling it. And Vertigo's been the home of Why the Last Man, Sandman, Preacher, Scalped. Uh, there's um, all so these, these great Are titles. these properties are still going to be going strong on the TV side still? Because I know we have oh, the Why the Last so. Man series Absolutely. like hasn't even started yet. Yeah, FX has still got property, okay. the rights to that. So no, nothing changes as far as that goes because it's all, it's all Warner Entertainment stuff. I mean, I'm uh, more upset with the fact that we aren't going to have any more like Preacher as far as any of that stuff as far as the comic side things go probably, but well, at least not for a while. They haven't had really anything good like that in a while. So they've been, I think what DC is doing, if I can kind of presume, is that Vertigo was Image before there was really an Image, before Image did what Image does, which is gives rights to creators to just kind of do your thing and be awesome and be as dirty and as crazy as you want to. 
and as off the wall and wild. You don't have to follow rules. That's kind of what Vertigo did originally. And they, for some creators, like Neil Gaiman, they gave them rights to use their characters within right. that too. But then you had great stuff from like Garth Ennis, you had Preacher, you had you know some really killer stuff, Brian K. Vaughn. Um, Swamp and, Thing, Alan yeah, Moore. Yeah, Swamp Thing. And Swamp Thing existed before, but they brought yeah. it into the Vertigo title because it just felt better there in, in everything. So Swamp Thing's been out and been back into DC World for a long time. Um but what they're gonna miss is they've got they've got four titles ongoing through Vertigo right now for the Sandman universe. They've got the Dreaming and Books of Magic and uh, Lucifer and uh, the other one. Uh, but they've got those and they've got some ongoing series uh, like American Carnage that we've talked about before Carnage. through the Vertigo uh, imprint. So those books will either get canceled, sure, or they'll move over to the to Black Label. To Black Label. Um, so Black Label will be for mature readers. Yeah. There will be DC, the regular DC, which will be always what it's always been. Yes, that makes sense. I and mean, then there'll be sense. a DC-friendly, or a, a kid-friendly DC uh, in, uh, line. I want to see kid-friendly Constantine. <laughs> Funny you should say that. <laughs> that one of the titles that's been kicked around oh, is Jesus. Johnny Constantine. Um, so... You're you're not that far away. He doesn't, he doesn't light up cigarettes constantly. He's sucking on lollipops. You yes. just see him like opening up wrappers, <laughs> chewing it, throwing it in the ground, opening up another wrapper immediately. You're not. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be really good. Is that he's always got a, a, a stick in his mouth. We're live. Um, I'm hoping that uh, somebody from former Vertigo is listening. Um, so I'm I'm really bummed about that. But yeah, they're they're doing these young adult titles. Um, everything's gonna be. Geared towards the uh, Betty's talking to us through the phone, the younger thing. <laughs> uh, but Johnny Constantine is actually one of the titles wow. that will be going through. So you are right on the creative forefront like, of DC see, Comics. Who knew? I mean, <laughs> who knew I was there? You, you're kid, there. little kid Johnny Constantine hanging out with a little kid, uh, fucking swamp thing would be <laughs> the bee's knees. <laughs> um, Jeffrey Brown is tied is tied to one of these products. I haven't really gotten a, a chance to read through all of the uh, proposed titles, but Jeffrey Brown has done those uh, like little Darth Vader uh, or mm-hmm. uh, like yeah, Good Night Darth Vader, whatever mm-hmm. uh, books. Um, he does is a that lot like of the Good Night, like where he's he's the dad. He's the dad, and he's telling he's Leia and Luke. And and Luke, Luke yep. Good night. Yeah. Yeah, so so those he's that's the artist and and that's, uh, that's writer perfect. for that. I so would love to see that artwork tied to an entire DC. Johnny Constantine comic. That I don't know if he's Johnny Constantine. I know, but that would be really neat just to see that. That would be cool. Um, so yeah, we're we're losing that. Um, DC Black Label has been suffering since the beginning. It's really been with, no with the we've talked about with Batman Bat- Damned Dick. and with uh, yeah and the White Knight. Um, just kind of being thrown in there as kind of a weird kind of afterthought. Um, so yeah, it's they need something to push it through. I wish that Vertigo could still be Vertigo. Yeah. In all of that, because the weird thing is that they're still keeping their little imprints. So Brian Michael Bendis still has his imprint, and Young Animal still is going to exist outside of. DC Black Label and this young so adult does that reader. So that's just going to have reader. to have its own like independent publishing, or I don't know. Or not, um, maybe not publishing, but independent studio to make it kind of a thing. I don't. I don't know yeah. how that would work. Well, and and so I what I do wonder is the rights. You kind of talked about the rights. What do those rights happen? Does Sandman Universe become an imprint that Neil runs? Yeah. Instead, so like 
And just like, I mean, Gerard's only got like four books under his imprint, so it's not like you have to have this whole slew of things. I would assume Doom Patrol is uh, going to fall under that. Doom Patrol still, yeah, under Young is un- Animal. Is Umbrella Academy, is that under a... That's a Dark Horse title. That was Dark Horse, yep. okay. I didn't know whose that was under. I couldn't remember. Yep. So, so what does Dynamite have? Dynamite has a lot of movie titles. Uh, like, they've got uh, the Green Hornet, and they've got Shadow, and um, that's kind of what they've got, like the old Charleston characters. Okay. Um, I couldn't remember what they... They have... I've got some... Maybe it was... Vampirella. Vam, no, not Vampirella. There's another... Like, is it American Vampire? Is that Dynamite? That's Vertigo. That's Vertigo? Yeah, that's American Vertigo. Vampire yep. was? Is it? No, it's done. Right? Yeah, it's, it's done. Been done for a while. They did two cycles. They did first. They did a first run. They did second cycle. There was a Dracula one that was just called Dracula. Yeah, I think it was only twelve issues, and I've got the trade okay. of it. Yeah, and I actually have that one signed and has the. Uh, I know it's been, uh, authorized. I don't know who printed that. Or whatever but, that's called. Um, I do remember that book mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so yeah, sadly, we're gonna say goodbye to Vertigo. Um, I liked Vertigo as its own little thing. Any book that comes out by Vertigo, I've got to try it. Anything back from the 93 days on, I always got to check it out, read it. Even if it's not great, I uh, I definitely always not Dracula 2000. check that stuff out. Uh, ah, I accidentally changed the camera. So, yeah, My I'm bad. super, super bummed about that. Hey, they were back. Um, <laughs> Those were our Twitters. You guys go there. <laughs> um, but... All will carry on. Um, I just like a little a little corner of the universe cut out for me, and I don't know if DC Black Label is that corner for me. I don't know. I Maybe with this happening, maybe it will grow into that corner, especially if it's still under the same... Yeah. If it's same, the same creative minds that have been doing it for a while. Well, that's the problem is... Have Karen, you been reading any of that stuff that's under the Vertigo mm-hmm. umbrella that like on a regular basis? Like American Carnage. I love that sure. book. Okay. That one's really good. And then all of the Sandman stuff I get uh, is all Vertigo title. I remember whenever you started talking about like Carnage on here. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the rest of the titles aren't great that have been on there. Yeah. Um, what'd you do? No, I accidentally, whenever I hit the zero, it was trying to record the oh. this podcast locally as well, and I didn't want it to do that. Um, but I will say <laughs> that but. there's a lot of great books out there, um, and we'll, we'll read them till they're done, and then we'll find something else, because there's always cool shit to come out. So, uh, One of my other things, I've only got a couple of news copies left, so the second episode's going to be kind of boring on my side of things don't as as news goes. don't tell uh, them about the second episode what do you mean there's not a second episode no i mean not live not this week that's a different week no we break we break you're, the fourth wall every single time you're a horrible actor we record two episodes every week <laughs> you are a horrible actor <laughs> we can't get together every week it's too hard to do Just too hot too hot to handle too cold to hold um can i tell you about something real quick no. about dc on top of that no so Don't you know, you know how we. I just, I just said that they're keeping all this extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Joe Hill is getting his own imprint. Jonah Hill? No, Joe Hill, <laughs> um, which is confusingly called Hill House Comics. Oh, um, which is not to be the same as the Haunted of Hill House. Oh, that's coming up in the news. Um, so he's got a whole line of stuff that is he's getting his own. Um, it's actually under the Black Label imprint. But it's um, um, another line of DC books. So these are called Hill House Comics. He's got four titles, which seems to be what they do when they give people these Basketball these heads. imprints. So there's they give them four titles. Uh, Joe Hill is going to be heading up a book called Basketful of Heads. Um, 
and I would, I'm not going to get Is into it more all like horror dominated things anyway. Yeah, they're all it's all horror. Okay. It's all these are all horror books. Uh, there's also one called Daphne Brine and there's one called The Dollhouse Family and one called The Low Low Woods. Oh, I lied. There's five. And then there's one called Plunge. So there are, he's going to release five books. Um, these are all going to come out monthly at some point. Um, but it looks like they're probably going to release these the same way they've been typically releasing their imprints when they do it, is that issue one will come out this month, and then either two weeks later or a month later, issue one of the next book will come out. And so everything will be staggered. So when issue two of the first book comes out, issue one of the second one, and so on and so forth. So they kind of do a, a, a slow release of these books as they come out. I love a slow release. Um, but it's it's cool. Horror comics are fun. I'm a big a Definitely. big get for horror comics. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not... It, why can't it be Vertigo? That's all I want to know. No, because it's not there anymore. Black Label. It Black is. Label Society. Black Label, which seems like something that... They're three years. They're not going to call it black label anymore, and it's no, just going to be like going to change it, and it's going <sighs> to they're going to they're change a bunch of shit. Vertigo Classic. And at that point, it. it's going to be it's going to get owned by Netflix, and all of it is, and they're going to call it Netflix Classics. <laughs> you just dream it, buddy. Um, uh, what you got? What's your, uh, your we'll, last so we'll piece? We'll tie it in. Well, I got two, but we'll tie it into uh, to what you were just mentioning. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Hill, mm -hmm. uh, the Haunting of Hill House sequel. Has been announced for season two. It's the haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. Um. I was really hot on Haunting of Hill House. I, I fucking loved that show. It was so good. You were hot. I was hot on it. Uh, so season two, it's got some casting on it. A few things about it that I can tell you based on this article. Uh, second chapter in the haunting series. I guess this is the format we're going to keep yeah. going with. It's like an very anthology. Much, yeah, very much like the, uh, your American Horror Story in a way. Every series. Wait for them to, to be tell original. A story, They're very original. With I that wonder if process. I wonder if this is going to be any kind of like timepiece. This one is set in. Uh, it's based on an old novel. I think it's by Henry James called "The Turning of the Screw." Okay. Which um, haunting of Hill House was also based on an old novel. Yeah, correct. That one came out in like the fifties. Gotcha. But uh, so I don't know if this is going to be because they made they made a way to take that one and brought it into the current era. So I'm mm. not sure if this one takes. I think that novel was written in like 1890 something. It's on here later on down in the article. But gotcha. Yeah, 1898. So I don't know if they're going to try and make it like an old timey thing. You know, like this is, happens a long time ago, or if they're going to modernize it like that. Because if I took a chance to modernize it, maybe you have one of those characters from Hill House come in like. Uh, what did we talk about? Me and Mandy mentioned it. Uh, the main guy character that write, wrote the oh, novel. Yeah. I think his name's Steve or something or whatever. But if he comes like to their house close to the end, he's just like, I'm interested in staying in your house. And, you know, I write articles on or I write yeah. novels based on of uh, places that are haunted or something. And you see that character get tied in yeah. to that place. And that's how they or kind of... Or finishes up and bookends just the way the other one did yeah. where he's finishing up a story. Yeah. Kind of And that way they're able to kind of... Like he's the writer of all of these yeah. stories. Yeah. That way it kind of kind of meshes everything together. Wouldn't, wouldn't have the same effect that it did on the first one if they do it at the end no, of No, but everyone, I mean it would be really imagine. it would be really cool if that that's what I meant. Like if they did it something to that effect. Similar. If he actually shows up yeah, and true. says, I'd like to stay in your place. I write this my name's, you know, Steve blah 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 and I write horror novels. Yeah. And I'm doing interested in your place. They already in casting. They did just announce that one of the people from the first season will be in the second season. 
Really? Um, one it of says the it's actresses. not about the cranes, so it, it's not centered on them any so, way, shape, or form. So even if she's in it, maybe it is just in passing or something. Or, or is it in the same way that they have done it, handled it in American Horror Story, where they cast a lot of the same char- the same actors, but they don't play the same characters? Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I mean, it would be cool, but I've already seen it. The, the, all those, I meant all those people are pretty talented people anyways. Yeah. I mean, they could easily take that. We I mean, can get Elliot back in there. Elliot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not about the cranes. Uh, doesn't mean season two won't involve some of the actors, which you mentioned Nell, uh, the character that played Nell Crane, the the youngest one, the one that could that seen everything happen that died really early on. She was hung. Yes, she was well. She hung. was the hanging lady. She was the hanging lady, the broke neck lady, or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, that you end up finding. Spoilers. It was like episode like three or four, so it was early on, but. She's supposed to be uh, one of the lead roles in uh, playing Danny in the Bly Manor. So she'll, she Torrance. is, it is exactly what you said. She's going to play a governess that takes care of uh, a couple of kids in it. So she's like the main. And it's just a book. Like if this had no audio, it looked like I was just going, coochie, coochie. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's James, Henry James horror novella. Yeah. Uh, so I guess if you want to, it's coming sometime in 2020, next year for sure. I love that these are all but facts, can, but then when you get to the number five, which is when will this launch, and it's like, we don't know. Yeah. Sometime <laughs> next year. We're not sure. If they're going to do a spooky time, they might do it in Halloween times. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so I guess we have plenty of time, and if it's supposed to be, it's it's supposed to be a shorter story, maybe I might try to read The Turn of the Screw as a, as a palm before this arrives. Yeah. So, Give myself a, like a year and a half to get to it. Yeah, novellas are, are uh, long enough that a year it should take you. Yeah. I mean, short enough. Short enough, you, you know. know what I meant. <laughs> okay. And it's like about like 60 pages. Uh, you can get there. The last thing that I had that I'll mention before, if you want to give a couple more things. Uh, I'm, I'm good. There was a rumor that Stanley Tucci has been eyed to be playing the part of the Riddler in the upcoming Batman movie. I don't like that. You don't like that? You no. don't like Stanley Tucci? Uh, I like Stanley Tucci, but um, you don't see why? him. You don't see him as the Riddler. Uh, I feel like a lot of people were that way with uh, with old Heath Ledger as the Joker. People I mean, didn't think that he could do it. I just don't know. I, and I'm not one of those people that beats a certain drum. But why do I need an old white dude to play another character in a movie that's already been played by old white dudes? Uh, you could easily replace the Riddler with anybody of any ethnicity or gender. You're for just that trying matter. to be woke. He's always been white though. But he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be. I mean, James Bond doesn't have to be white either, but... I, I mean, mean you've got a traditional character, though, I mean, like, way. Mr. Broccoli believes that he should be white. <laughs> I don't know who Mr. Broccoli is. He's the... I can't think of his first name. Uh, maybe Arthur? I can't think Arthur Whatever. Broccoli? He's the guy that wrote all of the old Bond oh, novels. I'm following That it. led into that. He, he okay. owns that property. Okay, I'm good with that. But... And I don't even need it to be... I don't even need to be anybody of any other gender or race. Just give me a young actor. Why do I need Stanley Tucci to be my my Riddler against Robert Pattinson? I feel like like that. Just they, you know what I mean? Like that also doesn't follow into suit with that as a wheelhouse. You know, yeah. this is supposed to take place to like him being young and leading yeah. into what you, you know. Riddler wouldn't be a villain by the time we got to the point to where he's of age, like of the Batman that we know, where he's like thirty-five to forty years old, kind of a thing, fighting yeah. crime. Stanley Tucci's character would be, if he's the age that he is now, he'd be like 
75 to 80 years old. Or, he wouldn't be fighting the Riddler anymore at that point in time. I would really like geriatric see, Riddler would be fun to see. That's what I was going to say. Or <laughs> I'd like to see an extremely, like, an older, show me, like, an Alan Arkin Riddler. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin, you know, Alan Arkin from uh, Little Miss Sunshine would be like a good, like he's a grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but like any, I mean, he's in all kinds of stuff. But well, like, a, like, if I think of any old character in anything, I think of like automatically, like as far as Batman villains go. Yeah. Like you would make a good doll maker or, you know, uh, somebody of that effect. You yeah. know what I mean? Like something that would, that would, that would play and follow suit and more yeah. like that. And that would be a really cool take to do something like have the doll maker be your villain somebody yeah. that's completely out of the norm not Absolutely. a lot of people know who that character is he's yeah. basically like a borderline serial killer mm-hmm. that'd be a cool storyline to tell with like the younger batman and this just kind of a weird twisted dark story and have somebody older play that kind of a role there was is it the first is it the first part <laughs> of said every time we say imprint she thinks of jacob from twilight <laughs> <laughs> that's good i like it um <laughs> But one of the one of the things that uh, that I, I think of is like the first it's like the first couple issues of uh, Batman that Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo do before it really gets into Court of Owls storyline. Isn't there just like in the first issue like everybody's ganging up on him, and it just like it's just like a free for all and like Clayface is there and Riddler's there, but Riddler's like bald and has like a green question mark like of hair on his fore on the on top Court of, of his Owls? head. Like the first issue of Batman, for Court of Owls, like that series. Well, I mean, Court of Owls is just a storyline. I don't know, like, like are issue you talking one. about that storyline, like before that story really kicks off. Okay. Like in, uh, yeah, it would be in that trade, I guess. I think, if you, I think, like Hush has basically almost every villain in it at some point in yeah, time that they not touch. Oh, that, that's pretty common. They do that in like Long Halloween and Dark Victory and stuff like that too. But, but like I feel like there's like the very beginning of that. I'll have to look it up. I don't think uh, that, that happens in there. But uh, that that Riddler sounds something. cool. Mandy said that she said, "Give me Cole Sprouse as the Riddler." Is that the, that's the guy from that's uh, Jughead? Jughead. Yeah. You think he'd make a good Riddler? No. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down. <laughs> you don't no. think he'd make a good Riddler? He looks no. like he'd make a good Riddler. He'd be the same age. He's sick there. Look how he sick think, he is. Yeah, he plays five feet apart in the movie Five Feet Apart. That that movie looks good. I'd like to he see. He looks that. like he looks give me a Riddler that's like that, that's knocking on death's door. It's just like just he'll do anything. <laughs> He's just, just a sick kid. He looks he'll too he'll happy. do anything to can't be. to to live out the rest of his life that would make him happy even if it's like some weird sociopathic thing. I think he would be a good villain for Batman though. I don't yeah. know if Riddler is his, but I do I agree with her. I think that he could be a potential what Riddler do you think? good. Freddie Heightmore. <laughs> like, I would, yes, Freddie Heightmore. Yes, Freddie Heightmore is a great Riddler. I agree with that. Uh, uh, oh, you what, know what, Cole, what, what, what do you think a villain for Cole Sprouse? I mean, if, if he's not the Riddler, who is he? It's easy to say Joker. No, um, but I could see him as a Joker. No. Um, oh, he who would make be a good? Decent young penguin. Who's uh, oh shoot? You know what I mean? Um, Robert Pattinson's what mid thirties. So now, he's my age. Yeah. We we determined that he's like yeah. a he's like. Well, what are you? Mid-30? He's like a month. Yeah, I'm thirty three. I mean, he's only like yeah. he's just like a couple months younger than me. I think. So, um, who is who plays Red Hood? Um, who is Jason it? Todd? Jason Todd. He would be an awesome Jason Todd. You like think Jason Todd coming like back old, from the dead? Yeah, that would be like cool. as the bad guy Jason Todd. That would be cool. And to then see you could eventually. Well, then if you're gonna have a young 
Batman, that wouldn't but, make sense in that. But context. Robert Pattinson's not. I mean, they're they're probably ten years apart. Who you know what I mean? Though, like if he was, you know, if you're following Red depends Hood, depends on how you, know, you do it. Like unless he's just like Red Hood as like I'm already just a villain. And I was never I was never Robin before. No, you got to play him as Robin. That's what I meant. But you could play somebody else as a younger Cole Sprouse. As he could Robin, play Cole Sprouse, and then he could play <laughs> Cole Sprouse, the actor. In Hollywood, as Batman goes to Hollywood. I'm just I'm confused now. <laughs> so you're saying potentially playing Red Hood, but that would, like I said, that wouldn't make sense to me. He would have, he would have, had have already had a Robin at that point in time. Yeah. And we're already determining that he maybe already had his origin story as Batman at this point, but he wouldn't have been around long enough to have so a Robin at that point. If I we go age wise, Batman is Batman by what, 22, 23? Sure. Let's just say. But he probably doesn't have and over Dick as a years, young ward even until he's probably maybe 25, 26. Okay. So that's okay. So then how long has he got Dick? <laughs> how and long has least, he got I mean, well, whenever he gets him, whenever yeah, he gets Dick. <laughs> five years? No, more than years. that. He's already like, he's like 10 or 11. And he doesn't leave him until he's like a teenager at least. You know okay. what I mean? He's got to be like 18 or so. The timeline that? would be real tight. Yeah, it'd be real tight, super tight. <laughs> so, so let's just say even so, let's let's suspend reality for a little bit. Twenty-five year old Bruce Wayne inherits a boy, and oh, Mandy said maybe his dollmaker. Maybe uh, dollmaker does have a son, I think, that becomes a dollmaker too. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so we go in and Dylan Sprouse is Cole Sprouse. That's good. <laughs> uh, so, so we go through. He's twenty-five, gets a boy. That boy is about 10. He'll say he's 11. I like 11 better. Five years <laughs> later, Bruce is 30. I'm, I hope somebody just hopped into live stream and they're just hearing you talk about figuring out what age boy you want. <laughs> Dick is 16. And he's 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 ready to go wild. He's going to be, he's ready to. Is Jason next? Jason's next. Okay. So we got to. Jason's got to be old enough to be Red Hood. I mean, he, he gets Jason when he's like 10. Jason's yeah. a little kid. But that's okay. Hold on. Hold on. Oh my god. We gotta play this a little bit. You gotta play this differently. Okay. Jason Todd is he's not in the same situation that that <laughs> that Dick Grayson's in. Uh he's not. So no, uh Jason Todd's a little more troubled. Could be an older he could be fourteen, maybe fifteen. Hell, Cole Sprouse is playing a sixteen year old right now and right Riverdale. Now? Yeah. He's sixteen? I mean, yeah, they're not I don't even know, they're just barely driving. <laughs> Oh, like I don't think that he's much older than. I mean, 16 I didn't never watch Riverdale, so so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can tell that they're supposed to be kids, but I didn't think there was. I think maybe like I'm um, like 21 or 22. No, not like I'm just in. They're high still school in high school. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's great. So Cole's playing a, a 16, 17 year old now. So you put him against Robert Pattinson's 35 year old Batman, <gasps> Timothy Oliphant. He could. He Cole could, Sprouse. Cole Sprouse plays Timothy Oliphant. Yes. <laughs> Cole, Cole Sprouse is a young Timothy Oliphant. And the end. It's the Timothy Oliphant biopic. Uh, what? Who would Timothy Oliphant play as a villain if he was a villain? I got to take off this top shirt now. Um, I'm peeling off. Timothy Oliphant. Um, he would be. What's um, the uh, what's Black Mask? Is that would, that guy's name? Black Mask. Yeah, the Edward. Uh, that. Um, uh, oh shoot! Ewan McGregor's playing. Is he? Mm-hmm. In, In that movie? In Birds of Prey. Oh. Never mind then. I uh, already got a black mask. Yeah, we already I didn't know mask. that. I yeah. don't, I, or I, if I did, I forgot it. He's uh, the main villain. Uh, Timothy Oliphant would be a cool Rasha Ghoul. 
Yeah, that'd be neat. I think I think he's got like. You think he could get the mustache? Yeah, I think. He could get what the if mustache. he was like like his characters like in Deadwood, just like he's like Raz Al Ghul, but he's like a country guy. He's like he's a gunslinger. Like, yeah, he's like nice to meet, nice to have you back here, Bruce. Let's do some karate. I don't think they need another Raz Al Ghul, so no. I don't know if I would. I mean, we've already had three, I think, at this point in between the movies and the TV shows. It's a lot um, of Raz, and we're good. Um, so yeah, I did strip. Um, Man, that takes a lot out of me to do dream casting. I know uh, it's it's fun though. It's, this it's, is like, it's like one of my favorite parts fun? of the show. I love doing that. Like the, Just like I, was like a mental... I, I feel like uh, we did a lot of dream casting. Was it last episode with what Keanu could play in Sega? Yeah, in uh, Sega Dreamcasting. What Sega, Sega Dreamcasting? Yeah, okay. what he could play in the MCU. Yeah, like if he would make a good Adam Warlock or not. Or remind me about Scooby Doo later on. Remind you about Scooby Doo. Yeah, Scooby Doo. Okay. Yeah. Not now. Okay. Later. Later. Yeah. Like episode 51. Continue. You're good. That was all I had for oh. my news. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk about upcoming releases real quick? Do that. Um, so there's we'll, not a... This we'll, kind of a... We'll touch on a couple personals and then we'll call it a day. Yes. So uh, for those who are in the video cast of everything, all two of you and one of them being me, um, the the way that we do our, our new releases is for the release dates of these episodes. So uh, we've got some stuff that's coming up for the, the, the week of this release, which is next week. Um, and so things to look forward to in theaters, we will be getting the movie Stuber that Justin is a big fan of. Um, um, waiting with bated breath. So you know what's uh what's what's his face the wrestler, the wrestler mm-hmm. that's in the movie. What's Batista. his name? Batista. Dave Batista. Mm-hmm. He's in another movie where he's also a cop, um, and he is. It's called My Spy, and it's with a little girl who uh, she kind of he's a, a he's bad gotta, spy he's a bad he's gotta watch out he's getting typecast now he's like a bad detective who's about ready to lose his job Dave and this Bautista. little this little girl catches his uh his what's that called like his his spot where they got all the cameras everywhere um and he's spying on something I don't know. and she's recording him and she's like hey what are you guys doing and uh and, my spy little yeah. girl yeah her him Christian and Shaw's in Kristen Shaw are like, like partners and so the little girl's like, I won't share this video if you teach me how to be a detective. And so oh, she is. he teaches He's her how to... He's a pro. She's a natural. My so spy. She, he teaches her how to be a detective, and she teaches him how to... Love. Love. And enjoy really? life. Yeah. Oh. And just enjoy life. And Kristen Shaw, Ken Jong's in it. Yeah. He's like the captain. This is uh, uh, shaping up to be a great movie. But yeah, so... What else does it say he has coming up? Something a, else, too. A, a Army a of the Dead? He's also a he's a cop in that also in Army of the Dead. Yeah, really. And in Dune, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. Um, Zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. A group of mercenaries seems Zack Snyder. I bet that's gonna look really good. Zack Snyder. They're giving Zack Snyder an of the Dead movie. A Netflix original of Ooh, the Dead movie. Buddy. Yeah. Um. So, where was I going with this? Oh, Stuber comes out next week. Yes. Uh. So check that out, and then. There's no other things to really talk about except for Scott Stapp. His new album releases next week. <laughs> Called The Space Between the Shadows. Gross. <laughs> and that's it for upcoming releases for that's, this week. Uh, I don't think Shad counts. He keeps saying one is him and I know two people were on for sure. <laughs> right on. Well, good. Well, that's three people then. We got three. 
We got three this week. What you up to? Uh, we're on vacation time right now. You plan, are. Plan to shut down. We're on vacation. I'm getting paid right now to do this. If that's the dream, of, right? If you think of it right, like that, that, that's kind of how it is. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, my shift is normally from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., so yeah. still I'm on the clock. I'm making some money right now mm-hmm. while we're talking. I like that. Um, so if I think of it that way, it makes me not feel like I'm dying inside. That's cool. Um, and... That's about it. Just nice. you know, vacation time. Uh, we talked about going tomorrow, maybe to go see uh, Spider-Man because it, it launched on a Tuesday, which is real weird. Launch. I like to use the word launch instead of released. It, it worked for me. I was good with it. <laughs> it releases mm, it, on a yeah. It it sits on a Tuesday. Snick snick. Snicked snicked. That's Wolverine. Though. Yeah. Uh, he has a daughter now. I heard that on the comic books. Yeah, the uh, funny pictures. So we're going to talk pages. about go. I think go. I think you it's uh, Spider-Man, and then directly after is Men in Black. You're gonna watch a twofer. I don't know if I'll watch the Men in Black directly after. Yeah. Uh, the other screen is Toy Story Four. That'll be going on the same time as. Oh, Spider-Man. you're going to the drive-in. Yeah, drive-in. Yeah. Oh. The other screen is Toy Story it's Four. It's too hot for drive-in throughs, dude. Why? You'll sweat. We leave the window. We'll leave the window up and the air on. That's such a waste of energy. What do you mean? Oh my gosh, the planet's going to melt. It's going to melt one way or another. Why would I not want to enjoy myself? <laughs> I'm pro-planet, though. Yeah, I'm pro I love the planet. planet. <laughs> I like that. Good save. Uh, the other What's screen the other has... Side? It's, it's four? Toy Story 4 and then Aladdin afterwards. So we talked about maybe doing... Can you switch? Half and half. Yeah. You That's can, neat. If you finish the one movie, you can go up after... I really want to go see Aladdin, I think. I've so, been kind of kicking it back and forth. I've been hearing really good things about it all yeah. around. So I, I, we talked about maybe doing Spider-Man and then going to see an Aladdin. It's Will not Smith. that I don't care to see Men in Black International, but it seems more You'd like a, I Aladdin. would rather watch that at home. I, got I would rather see Aladdin in theaters if I could because yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Will Smith, not in a Men in Black movie, but uh, he is in another movie at the theater. Yes, he is. Uh, it's his or the top grossing theater. movie ever now. Really? Catalog, yep. Yeah. Uh, big movie. Um, what was the, oh uh, Independence Day was his was his oh top, hell no was his top grossing movie ever, and now this is his top grossing movie. You're my so, top. Yeah, grossing movie. Um, me, my side. Yeah. Um, so uh, I haven't been doing much either. So I've been trying to do this thing where I don't watch as much TV or consume as much media, which is you look like you have a death lock. Like, what's his name from? Uh, this is the guy from Danzig. The, uh, not Danzig. Danzig? Uh, no. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Mother! No, not Glenn Danzig, but what band is he in? Danzig? No. He was in the Misfits. Yeah, Misfits. You look like, what's his face from Misfits? I don't know how to do my hair now. <laughs> oh no, mirrors suck. <laughs> um, I've been trying to not consume media, which is not good for our show. It's not. Which is good for me health-wise of my brain. Oh, yeah? Um, Where have you been doing? You've been outside? I've been consuming outside. Air? I've been just trying to be more present in life. Yeah? Um, How's that working out for you? I like it. Do you? It's good. Cool. It's good, but it it I I don't consume much, so that's the negative side of it. But that's and okay. For what a have you bit. been doing as as you're out and about? I can't even tell you that I've really actually done anything. You just been uh, there, just with the TV off. I'm just not. Home. I'm not in front of the TV. I've been playing a lot of. Oh, I know what I've been doing. I've been playing that their uh, Wizards Unite. Uh oh, yeah. The, I tried it out for a bit. I don't like it. Oh, I love it. That's good. I'm so glad good. somebody likes it. So good. <laughs> I, didn't, um, I just didn't care for it. I was like, this is just 
a not as good as a knockoff of Pokemon. Oh, and Pokemon did it better. It's to even me. better than Pokemon Go. No, oh, not to so me. Good. So good, but you're not as big of a Harry Potter fan. I am. I, I love Harry Potter. But it took you like two years to watch Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, that's Harry that, Potter. I guess. I mean, but it's not. It's not Harry Potter. It's in the Wizarding World. You hear me? I was trying to figure out my argument to this. <laughs> I don't have an argument to it, but I feel like you want to tell me I'm stupid. That's okay. No, 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 no. I don't. Why would I want to tell you you're stupid? I just want to tell you that. I think that you're missing out on things past Let's look at Harry it this Potter. Way. I've been an active participant of Pokemon since 1998, whenever it came stateside. Sure, Watched the that. anime, collected the cards, and played the games. And I still play the games to this day. So I obviously am a much larger fan of Pokemon than I am of Harry Potter. And maybe I didn't give uh, Wizards Unite as much grievance, mm-hmm. because I didn't go out and walk a bunch with it or anything. So oh, I've yeah, not done it doesn't a ton. work that well, then. But I play what I've played, and it just seems like the interface just isn't as... It's not as polished as what Pokemon is now. Because sure. it took them such a long time to actually get to that point. Yeah. I can understand that it's going to be the same oh, thing I Don't that. Fallout 76 me. I'm not. Not yet. <laughs> They're getting there, too, apparently, from what I hear. But... It's. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna compare it to that yeah, at all. I it's. Know. It's. It's not as much of a travesty as what Fallout seventy six is. Isn't it? Call Travis. It's not travesty at all. Make you know, him some tea. Him make. I'm. He. His tea is delicious. Sometimes. Travis tea. Travis teas. He uh, stirs it with his hand. Gross. Uh, I hope you washed him. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's what makes it have a Travis Olafunt. Gives it a good funk. That's Timothy's brother. Anyway, I. I feel like maybe I didn't give it enough time. And I'm not saying it wouldn't go back yeah, and revisit. I still got it. I still got it. You know, downloaded and stuff. It's just that it's not as involved as what Pokemon is at this point. But you, to be fair, you're also not a giant fan of Pokemon Go. No, I don't play it as much. I'm, I'm a bigger fan of actually playing like the base Pokemon games. It's where the, yeah. it's not. It's not the same. So it's the. It maybe is more of the AR game and and just maybe as it's itself. Just Nintex fault. It's, you know, for it's for Nintex. Maybe it's just hell their, with it's, Maybe it's just their fault for ruining properties for me. <laughs> but just in general, I don't. I don't know if it, it seems like maybe you're not a fan of the like mobile AR kind of game necessarily. It isn't what you kind of run into, which is cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's okay. I like it. I like um, it. I've been trying to walk, trying to be uh, just active. In I general. bet Wizard Unite helps with that. Wizard Unite does because I gotta get my missions, and mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't work too well when you're driving. So. Yeah. Pokemon Go works great when you're driving. But uh, it does now. It used yeah. to not at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, but that's a good thing. It's a positive thing to do some walking, well, enjoy the summer. I've seen a lot more people have been trying to pick up on it, too, and now knowing that you're you playing it and stuff, maybe I could... Uh, they're in there somewhere. They're on the other side of yeah, the internet. But uh, maybe I'll hop on there, and now that I know that you're playing or something, we can talk about that together as a joint yeah. effort and actually like play together we can we can we can cross streams we can meet up cross streams yeah and then go play uh pokemon or we can harry potter either one whichever one I'll they're both they will have them both on we're not even friends on pokemon go we could be trading we could be we could be giving each other gifts I, one of the f- most fun things about that is 
not even necessarily trading, but taking those Pokemon that are at maybe a slightly higher level mm-hmm. and then throwing them into Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Oh, yeah, I haven't can, done that yet. you toss them onto there if you have the Pokeball Plus. Yeah, I have one of those, but I don't think I've made it that far in You Pokemon. have to be, I think it's in Fuchsia City, go. so like yeah. six badges in. I'm not that far At that point it. in time, you're I'm able to go to the... Two badges uh, maybe in? Maybe it's the fifth city. I don't know if it's Cerulean or, or not Cerulean, uh, Saffron City or which one's the big hub. Yeah, that's where it's at. Oh, okay. Um, you can go there and that's where you can uh, bring them out uh, from your mobile game into that and vice versa. Nice. So it's 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 a really cool mechanic being able to do that. I like it. Having something that's like a fucking Flareon or something like that that's already like what would be the equivalent of level 40-something. Like, yeah. It already matches my Pokemon and oh. now I have this cool one already integrated into here. Yeah. Uh, what else have you been up to? Not that's it. That's it. That's it. You don't have anything else you want to talk about? No. Oh, I got a lot of personals. You want to talk so about? Uh, we'll talk about a couple, but okay. then I'm gonna save some for when <laughs> next time. <laughs> <laughs> we're already we're already like an hour and a half into yeah. this bitch. Um, we can close it up shop pretty soon. Uh, I'll go ahead and talk a little bit about. Uh, I've been playing a new game, uh, Metro Exodus, the sequel to like Metro Metro Prime and uh, Metro Latlight. Metroid, Prime. not Metroid, Metro, Metro, like Metro Sexual, like Metro the comic book by Brian Quinn and Colin Bunn, Walter Flanagan. Mm-hmm. That would be it if it was a comic book, but it's not. It gotcha. is actually there is a comic book based around the Metro universe. Called Metro, and it's it was a book series a long time ago too as well. Written by a very Russian-sounding name, man. Um, I can't pronounce, or I probably could pronounce it, but I don't have it in front of me. Yeah. One of those situations. I'm following you. Anyway, this is the third game in the series. Uh, it's been really fun so far. It's really... The first two games have a samey kind of quality to it. It's a survival horror set in like the nuclear... Uh, like a nuclear holocaust has already basically happened. Um, total fallout of Russia... People are living underground in like sewer systems and in the subway systems and stuff like that. Um, so that's how they traverse the power grids completely down and everything too. So whenever they travel from place to place, it's on the railroad tracks, but it's like with like a hand pump rail type oh, thing cool. almost. Yeah, um, for sure. And uh, so that's how they kind of travel from place to place. But survival horror because your ammunition that you get is very very low. Like, you, you don't hardly find any ammo at all. So it's I don't like those games. Use sparingly kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and certain ammo is better than other ammo, so you will change out. And also, ammunition is money in that game. So you might have, like, a shotgun shell that's, like, maybe it's, like, one of those, uh, what's it called? Like, Dragon's Breath? Like, it shoots out fire and mm-hmm. shit, like, it spreads out. Um, you might have, like, rounds of shotgun shells or something like that effect that's on there that you could shoot out that would do something like that. Puppy dog tails? Yep. Shotgun shells and puppy dog tails. <laughs> That's a cool song title. Is that something? And I don't think so, but I think that would be a really cool song title, though. I, uh, I made it up. But you, you did good at it. Thanks. <laughs> Whenever you like, you could choose to shoot that round or you could use it as currency, and it would be worth a lot of money because it's such a rare round or rare shell. Yeah. Um, there's also specific things that happen, like whenever you're going through like a, a township's like little hub that's in there, and you're walking around. There might be like a woman and her child that's there, and they're like kind of begging for money or begging for ammo or something, you know. And you could help them because they can't feed themselves, they can't take care of themselves. Their gotcha. their, their her significant others died, and she doesn't, she can't do anything without taking care of her child. So you can choose to give them like here's some of my ammo. 
you know, now I'm going to have significantly less ammo, but you'll have food and they'll live or whatever and be okay. Or you can choose to keep it and just kind of walk by. And then they'll have repercussions. If you don't give them ammo later on, you'll see that her daughter is like not with her. She's crying alone because the daughter's oh. died from starvation or something like that. And you're the direct result of why that happened. Gotcha. So there's, there's different things that happen in that kind of a circumstance, but the most part it's just a first person shooter, very survival horror esque, mm-hmm. um, mutated versions of creatures, rats, bears, and stuff like that that are giant, oh have two heads and shit. Um, this one starts kind of branching out that uh, there are parts of the world that are okay, that you can actually go up and you don't have to have like the gas mask on. That's another mechanic of the game. Like you have to have like oxygen tanks that you'll change out every like 10 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So whenever you go up to the surface, you'll have to make sure that you have a surplus of tanks to keep changing out and everything. And you even like have a button that wipes off the the mask's screen and stuff stuff gets on it. So you have cool. to like wipe it off and shit. But um, there are areas of the world that you don't have to have that anymore. And it's like, I'm going to start branching out and trying to figure out where these people are at so that way we can come out from our tunnels and actually start living life again. And you'll go through different areas. Like one's kind of like a, you know, just a, actual standard winter area like it's actually snowing it's not ash everywhere kind mm-hmm. of a thing uh there's like a spring area that's kind of like a green growth is that you actually seen grass again and uh but i'm not too far too terribly far into it i'm gonna say like maybe four to five hours i've, I've experienced mostly just the winter area i've seen some stuff that happens later on in the game from watching some let's plays and stuff but uh where i'm at now it's it's been oh it's always a good time but i'm excited to see how the story really kind of grows and where it starts about from there. Um, nice. Music-wise, I'll talk about a couple of the other albums that I found uh, next time, but one of the singles that I'll mention is uh, Hobo Johnson just put out a whole new single called Typical Story. A whole new one? A whole like a new one. single. Not even a half single. Not even a half one. Uh, <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike Lawrence said, nice bods. Thanks. And do you know Mike Lawrence? I do. I know him. He's hey, Mike. Uh, hi, Michael. Mikhail. You two talk so much with your hands. I'm waiting for a full patty cake session in a moment. <laughs> Fuchsia City. There she goes. So I guess she played it enough to know. I, I believe so, yeah. Okay. So I said Fuchsia at first. I, I didn't know if it was Fuchsia or if it was Saffron. Um, I'm on the road to I got Meridian to, uh, City. I got to Green City. There's not one called oh, Green. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like that game. Cities. I just haven't played it very well. Uh, and by very well, I mean very much. I got you. You're going into this hardcore. What? You into your stuff. I'm just trying to touch on it real quick. I got, I got, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Like that? Yeah. Just real quick. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Hobo Johnson's new single came out. It's very produced. You know, his stuff was very raw sounding, very uncut, and it still has that vocal, vocally it's still that way very much so. Um, still a lot of his kind of talking rhymes and stuff. You know, he doesn't really sing. He doesn't really rap. Yeah. He's got that kind of weird talk tale kind of type a, thing. A, 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 what do they call that? They call it a, like slam poetry. In a way, yes, very kind much so. Thing. He still does that, and it's still got a lot of like angstiness to it and everything, so that's still really good, but you can tell the music's starting to get, now that he's getting more more popular, the music's yeah. starting to get more produced heavily. Yeah. Um, it's still, I like it. It took me a few listens to actually get into it though. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the first go around, I listened to it with Jay and he said something about the effect of like, it sounds really poppy. And I was like, I can kind of tell that just from the way that it's produced. But after you give it a few listens, whenever it actually kicks in with that 
that like more poppy tone to some of the stuff in the chorus of the song, mm-hmm. it really feels out because he's very aggressive with his vocals during the chorus. He's actually like kind of got grit in his voice because hey, 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 you know, like actually yeah. he's got grit to it and stuff. So it plays out well with the way that it's written. You know, the actual lyrics are written with it anyway too. Um, so it's it's Hobo Johnson. I've always loved it. I you think do. it's good. It's good stuffs. Uh, Kamek books. Let me give it. I read three comic trades. Wow. I don't usually read that much, but I I sure shit did. Nice. Uh, Let's give a little tickle on the the Batman. Okay. I read me a Batman's. Volume uh, three of the 2016 trades that I was reading before. The one was the Court of Owls and then the follow-up, the City of Owls. Mm -hmm. This is volume three, what follows up after that. And this is... uh, Death of the Family. Yep. Where Joker has been gone for the year, he comes back, mm-hmm. tears apart the GCPD, finds his face, and like staples it back yep. on or whatever. Um, I never really knew that story, and this is the first time I've actually been introduced in the comics to that Joker that I've seen pictures of on like Gotham and shit yeah. like that kind of a that kind of the concept. kind of as they were taken, yeah, as yeah, it definitely. was coming out and stuff. And I've seen other images of it, but I've never known you know where it kind of originated from. So seeing it unfold, uh, it was really cool. Uh, I, I told Mandy after I finished reading it, I really like my favorite part. One of my favorite takeaways was like kind of the kind of the uh, juxtaposition, everything that happens at the very end of it, and how you kind of come to realize like. You know, Joker's always said, you know, you need me to exist and I need uh-huh. you to exist kind of a thing. And how that come to a head with, at the end of it, where uh, Bruce uh, reveals that whenever he was, like, one of the first times he put Joker into Arkham and he goes to him, like, face-to-face on the other side of the glass and he's just Bruce and he's trying to talk to him and he's letting him know, like, you know, basically not like I'm Batman so much, but he's saying stuff that only Batman should know. Yeah. Just kind sure, of flat yeah. out. Like, I know you're never going to get out of here kind of a thing. Whatever, and just like talking to him face to face. And Joker is just like kind of looking through him, like looking past him because he doesn't want to know who Batman is, because if he knows who Batman is, that ruins human. the game. He's yeah. human. Same thing with Joker. Joker hopes that he never finds out that he is Arthur Fleck or whoever he's supposed to yeah, be in, in this, series. in this series. Yeah. Because it's the exact same thing. It ruins everything. You know, yeah. you need me, I need you. If we found out who we really are kind of a thing, we wouldn't have this game of cat and mouse anymore. It would ruin everything, and I wouldn't know what to do. So yeah. he looks straight past him and doesn't accept... Like, he, he should know this whole time who Bruce is, who, you know, this whole comic series is based around, like, all of Batman's family, Damien, yep. Todd, you know, Jason, and all of them are all mm-hmm. together, and you know, Barbara, whoever... Um, and he's saying that he knows who they are and that he's going to, Batman is going to be the direct result of their death mm-hmm. at midnight tonight, you know, kind of a yeah. thing. And he doesn't really know who they are because he won't let himself know who they are. Yeah. And hearing that and seeing that revelation, like Batman being like, knowing so confidently, like, there's no way he can know who I am. He's never been in the Batcave, really. Yeah. He's never, he, he doesn't know who I am. And he won't tell them, like, flat out, like, this is how I know. But you finally come to that realization at the end of it, like, he doesn't know because he doesn't want to know. Yeah. And that's just really conceptually is always been really, after I read it, I was just like, that's really fucking rad. Like just knowing this, like he does know, but he just doesn't want to know. Yeah. He just wants to fucking fuck with Batman even more and not know that he's Bruce Wayne and ruin his life. Yeah. But I thought that was really neat. Uh, you got a palm? Um, yeah. 
Um, actually, let me. I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll preface all of that with. Um, I'm actually speaking of when we were talking about Sandman and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I a couple weeks ago before they announced the whole um, the release of their work on a TV show and all that, I started to work uh, work on going through Sandman again and doing a reread. I I'm taking it very slowly, intentionally. Because I also have found a podcast that rips apart every episode or every issue of Sandman individually, and is I did pre- that with uh, with a Destiny podcast. That yeah, does that because they talk about the lore and whenever yeah. the in the anthology book came out, the first one, I didn't go through that book as fast as I wanted to because there were segments on that. I think it was the Destiny Reset podcast. They talk about the weeklies and they did the lore like I was talking mm-hmm. to when that came out. They were doing like segments, basically like chunks or chapters at a time. Yeah. Because it doesn't really have chapters. They just kind of divide it. It was like pages blah, blah, blah through sure. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they're going to talk about that. And I on purpose only read so much leading up to that point so I could kind of basically listen and, you know, go through that. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's what I'm doing with that. I'm, I'm, and when I mean slow, I mean over the last two weeks, I think I'm four issues into it. Um, but really, the, the, it's really cool. The podcast is called the Green, the the Dreaming, the Dreaming, uh, and uh, they've got a a, a a Patreon page. If you want to go out and check it out, support them. If you want to, if you don't, um, but I de- definitely recommend if you are interested in the Sandman, um, that it's a really neat way to approach it. Essentially, there's one guy who has read Sandman numerous times and does all the research behind all of the different parts that you see where it is behind um, stuff that's in the background stories behind characters that just show up randomly mm-hmm. like um, for instance I didn't know that Cain, Abel and Lucian are all actually hosts of horror comics horror comics from like the 60s horror. and 70s and like Cain and Abel ran their own like House of Mysteries and House of Secrets comic or uh, sorry uh, horror, horror comics good gosh and they the same tropes that they go through as characters in that book, they are going through in the dreaming in the Sandman book. And Lucian, who is kind of the keeper of the library uh, for Morpheus, is also has his own. So those are all, the, it's just really neat stuff like that. Why the titles of the episodes matter, what they mean, hmm. and then his co-host is a woman who has never read. Sandman before, and she's reading an issue at a time, and then that's they're cool. talking about it after. Like after a fresh that. perspective versus somebody that's exactly. been so versed. In yeah, it. that's really neat. Uh, so, the dreaming is the name of that show. I highly recommend checking it out, and uh, if you're interested in the Sandman, uh, so check it all out. It's uh, it's real neat. Um, Every time you keep saying Morpheus, it makes me think of Morbius. Uh-huh. And do we know when we're getting that movie? I don't no. know. It's a complete aside. I didn't no. know. If, is there a. I didn't know if there Morbius, was a release. Morbius the Living Vampire. I didn't with, know if. Is that going to uh, be. Jared Leto. Next year, or is that. Because they're filming now. They are filming He's on now. set. So I just you didn't could, know how long You it would definitely be. could have a Halloween release next uh, year. 2020. Yeah, that might be cool. So I wondered now, since that's, that's under Sony's umbrella, and they've been dicking around the idea of throwing Venom into, like, what would be maybe Spider Man 3. Yeah. Or ours. Whatever, yeah. whatever the next one will be, far from home sequel. That's a far um, out from home. Uh, far from Venom, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like if they tie him into that, it makes me wonder if Sony would toy around the idea of actually having like a Morbius in there too. Maybe we'd end up getting uh, a Sinister Six that would have like a Venom in it, yeah, or a Morbius and maybe Vulture and 
they would have to add in a, like a Doc Ock or other people yeah. like that that we would have to cast. But maybe that would be a possibility. That'd be cool. I've got That's a, just a little aside. I don't know what you have planned for your palm, but I have a suggestion for me. Uh, a new just just something to try out. Okay. I'm I'm proposing a joint palm, a not joint like a joint palm? like a pot palm. <laughs> I mean like. A uh, like a palm that we. Oh no, man! That one sounds more fun to me. <laughs> hi again. Um, I I'm I'm proposing a palm oh, that we hi. hi, uh, that we that we consume together, not together with each other in the same room, right. but together at the same time. Um, and that you've mentioned a couple of times, or we've mentioned a couple of times, is the Metro comic book. Yeah, that we both read that. As our joint palm, and then we could bring it, and we to bring the it back, and we talk about it. I would like Are to you still down? now that we have the Facebook Live interface going, and I would like to do the what I talked about, like kind of give a little screenage over here and do one of these where we have uh, do like the Mystery Science Theater kind of a thing and have a Ooh. a movie that maybe in like public domain that we watch together, yeah, and then we could talk about it with uh, with the peoples as yeah. it unfolds and kind of have that be like a little bonus. Potty. You mean not this, the, not this audio, not the recording interface. Here. No, we will. This what is if, where the podcast is recording. What if we do? What if God was one of those? Um, the Rock and rhyme, mother goose rock and rhyme, mother goose rock and rhyme. I don't that think that's a public domain? domain. No. Okay, but well, it has to probably be in the public domain for us to be able to get away with it. Can we? What if I propose we do something different with rock and rhyme? We watch it and just commentate on it with no video, and you mm-hmm. can't hear it. You can't because they have it. it on YouTube. Okay. Um, it's on there. I actually just ripped it last night. Okay. Um, so we get everybody queued up to the version of Mother go, Goose go Rock to, and Ride. Go to YouTube. Go Give to them YouTube. the URL. They yep. watch it while we watch it yep. and say, we'll start now. Yep. Yeah, that would work for me. Because um, I was I was like, I got to check this stuff out. I got to see what Rock and Rhyme is up to. Uh, but yeah, they got the full thing. There's actually two different versions of it currently on there. Is that Cousin Josh? That's Cousin Josh. He says he loves us. We love you, too. Love you, too, dude. Um... Uh. What do you, uh... You have, you have a palm? No, that, that was, was our palm. That was our, that's a, that's, that's our, our palm. palm. That's our palm. Don't together. give me any more homework. I'm not going to give you more homework. <laughs> uh, so thank you, everybody, for watching. Yeah. Uh, if you want, uh, follow us on Twitter here. Yeah. At RandomHeroXIX. Nice click. On, uh, on uh, the old Twitters and everything else for me. Yeah. And, uh... At Chad Schubert on everything else for me as well. So Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, there's no upcoming shows for the Can't Get Rights or Shad Schubert uh, at the moment. Uh, we got some stuff in August, but um, that's a little far out for us. So You're a little far out. I'm going to work on some original uh, recordings, maybe some cover recordings in the meantime. Kind of make my, my July uh, some a creative month for me. So I like that. That's, that's what's up. That's all I know. Yeah. You yeah. know what I know? What do you know? I feel New Zealand. That's so nice. <laughs>
Thank you.